the college basketball experience preview and picks edition for Tuesday, December 19th on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com, code SGPN, to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at GameTime.co. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off. and That's at GameTime.co, promo code CFBX. Yes, no, 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 no. Woo-wee. Welcome to the college experience. No, 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 because it was a fucking shit night, and that's why I picked Dundee's out. Just kidding. He had a planned seat uh, here tonight, so he picked, conveniently picked a nice night to uh, skip out on the episode. Once again. You're listening, yeah, if you're listening, if you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Money Live Mac, and I got my fucking ass kicked tonight, but I'm here. Don't worry. I always show up. Whether I've had about fucking 30 beers or I just got freaking done with a three and nine slate. I'm always here, ready to move on to the next day. Cheers, everybody. I hope uh, I hope you faded me today, honestly. Then you ended up pretty well. But hey, tomorrow's a new day. Tuesday's a new day. I'm Moneyline Mac, and you know that guy over there on the left. He is Noah Beanick, a.k.a. Mr. 77. He's also got a great basement if you're in the great Michigan area. And he drives a beautiful Lambaron. Noah, I know uh, you lost tonight, but not as bad as Colby and I. Yeah, it was just a one and two night for me. Of course, I don't <laughs> spray the board or else it would have been a, a much shittier night. Because, yeah. I mean, everywhere I looked up across the timeline, it was it was like a bloodbath for a lot yeah. of people. Um, and it started with that first game of the day. There was just a terrible bad beat on the under. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but we can't show it because it was literally like during the oh, game in the broadcast. But you you see this dude like dribbling out the ball, dribbling out the ball. He he protects it with possession, and he's like, you know what? Dribbles into the paint. Two seconds left. Uh, drop it right into the hoop with a dunk for the for the over. Uh, oh, you just man. knew today was going to be shit after that. So yep. Well, yeah, and we'll we'll go game by game. Uh, if you had Monroe like I did. That was a tough loss to swallow to start the fucking day. But, hey, we got a third man in the box tonight. We, You guys know him from the chat. Please welcome onto the college experience, Rob Donaldson. Rob, what's up, brother, as I dunk, uh, dunk this night away? Because I'd like to put this thing right in the fucking rearview mirror. I know you rallied and uh, were able to minimize your damage a little bit here tonight. Yeah, Drew Locke and the, the Seahawks definitely paid off for me at the end. And then Eastern Washington on the nightcap helped me out. Yeah. But it really was like a wash of the day, even after hitting those two pretty large bets for me. So I'm right there with you. Uh, college basketball, two and four. Not great. Not great. No. If, if you like chalk tonight, chalk, chalk was good tonight. So 
If you like those favorites, it was a good night. But uh, no, you know the drill. Lead the way on the recap, and uh, we'll talk about how I want to punch a hole through this computer right now. Every single game that I lost. Yeah, let's let's hit the recap. So the first game, I I kind of we kind of both already uh, hit on it, but you know Jacksonville they uh, defeated uh, UL Monroe 75-65. They win by ten. They cover that minus six line, depending on where you got it. I was on the Warhawks plus the uh, points. Mac, you were on the Warhawks. Um, th- like you said, they had, a, they had a lead here. What happened? Double-digit lead at halftime. Uh, they completely shit themselves in the second half. Couldn't buy a bucket. Jacksonville got the momentum. And then Monroe even got it, I think, down to two again, coming down the stretch, and then just couldn't buy a bucket down the stretch. Uh, and then, of course, if you bet the over-under and you had the under, it was a double bad beat for you. So, uh Yeah. Everybody that had the under in Monroe, take take a swig of beer, take a shot of Fireball, whatever whatever you got near you. I mean, if you got gasoline, drink that. I don't care. You got to drink something after that shit. That was and all. Rob, today. Rob, I, I'll go to you after all these games. You you can say like what side you had and uh, whatnot, and talk about the game if you saw it, if you paid attention to it. Uh, spend as little or as much time as you want. ULM Jacksonville, where were you at? What happened in your eyes? You know, I'm just really glad I stayed away from the the day games that are so tempting when you're at work and there's nothing else on. And you're just like, I know college basketball until you uh, Monroe just blows a, a double digit halftime lead. And then you're just like, I'm a fucking idiot. So um, I'm glad that I didn't bet this. I would have bet you Monroe. So, again, glad I stayed off. All right, the next, <laughs> <laughs> the next game on the slate here. I mean, Colby was like, we got to lock up one of these two games, one of these two games. We got one with two in both of the 6 o'clock tips on the Eastern time zone. Um, we'll, we'll start with the UNC Asheville one, 79, South Carolina State 75. You locked against your boy Eric Martin, Matt. I did, and, you know, he was shutting me up in the first half. Uh, they, they just have struggled on the road, and they – I mean, they led it the half, but then Asheville led by 15 with four minutes and then somehow almost lost the game outright. It was pretty wild. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it's a good showing from South Carolina State. But uh, Asheville, this was another one where I felt like after I lost Monroe, the way I did, I felt like I was owed Asheville with a <laughs> with a comeback in the second half. And I'm like, all right, it's going to even out. I won't bitch. No, no, no. It's it, It'll get worse, everybody. Don't worry. We'll keep yeah, going. and add this to the list of the confusing Drew Pember performances. Only 14-4 or only 14-5-5. Five five. That's still, still a good line for most people in the country, but when we're talking about Drew Pember, who single-handedly led this team to a big South title last season and into the NCAA tournament, it's just not the ordinary for him. Rob, any analysis on this tip? Yeah, I just really hate the Big South. I'll be honest. I, anytime they step out of conference, I'm just looking yeah. to fade them at this point. I mean, even if Winthrop, you know, wins 25, 27 games, I'm going to be looking to fade that team in the tournament or, you know, in, in their conference tournament even. So not surprised. Uh, and I, I'm going to be hard-pressed to back uh, UNC Asheville anytime soon now. Shout out to Noah's napkin numbers in the chat. He goes, glad I didn't follow and took Southern Miss line, moved up to minus four. Um, I don't know what that was in reference to. We might get to it here later. Because, I mean, the napkin loved Charleston uh, yesterday. We were leading this game. I I locked it up yesterday on the show. 
by 15 points with five minutes to go. And then Charleston had to hang on for dear life. They almost go scoreless in the final five minutes of the game. The Shanta clears, they, they lose 81 to 84. They cover the 15 point number and almost won this thing outright. Mac, did you catch any of this one? Uh, a little bit. It kind of, them and Asheville were kind of like the same fucking game, it felt like. They kind of were, they got good leads, saw leads, had control of the game, and then both were collapsing at the same time. So, uh, Colby, congrats on a lock battle. <laughs> One of your very few wins yeah. here. Right? Uh, so, congrats. I know you're celebrating your coastal buddy, because uh, that's about all you got tonight. <laughs> I totally forgot about that lock battle. He he forced himself to bet one of the six o'clock games, and then just in spite of me, locked the other side of this game. And Jesus, it was his le- it was his least confident one too. He's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, hey, Rob, did you catch any of this game? I did, and you know Charleston is just a a roller coaster of emotions anytime you bet this team because yeah. they could be down by ten, and then all of a sudden you look up and they have a double digit lead. That's kind of what happened in the first time they played Coastal. Coastal was like coasting for a good portion of that game, and then Charleston turned it on late, and <laughs> vice versa here. So uh, it's Pat Kelsey's a great coach, but with laying these types of lines, I'm always just a little bit pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we move on to the seven o'clock tips and shout out to my Dukes. Duquesne wins 69 67 on a buzzer, buzzer beating shot to win it by two instead of the three where the line was. Mac, uh, you were on Bradley plus you actually got a good number with plus three and a half. I was on Duquesne minus three. Colby also had the three with Bradley. Uh, did you catch the ending on this game? I did, and I missed the handicap on this one. I thought this was in Duquesne. This game was in Akron. It was a neutral site game. So yeah, it was it I was probably, at the LeBron James uh, court or something. Yeah, I probably would have locked that last night, knowing that. But if I locked it, they probably would have lost by four. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, anything here from you? Yep, I had a pretty sizable bet on Bradley plus three and a half. So I'm glad that hit. I even stayed away from money line, just took the points. And yeah. Uh, yeah, this thing was a, a sweat, especially at the end when it was coming down to free throws. Those are not my friend lately. Yeah, that was very sweaty. <laughs> and, um, and then now we had a double lock with Holy Cross as they got their asses kicked against Quinnipiac, uh, the Aqueduct. They win 77 to 57. Uh, Mac, you'll be the face of this losing bet. This is one of many tonight. Um, kind of what happened here with yeah, shit, Mac. like Holy Cross was in the game till around halftime, and then they came out flat out of the break. I thought they were going to come back and get back in this game. Paul so talked about it in his halftime interview. They Quinnipiac, man, I don't think they're that good, but they keep finding ways to win. Um, Holy Cross is just not – I don't know how they beat Georgetown still. I'm trying to figure that out. (laughs) Uh, Rob, uh, what's your take on this game? Yeah, so this was actually a triple lock across the board, if you're counting me, and I was on Holy Cross. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, the bets I lost tonight were just – quick deaths you know like in the first half the i already knew the result. you know <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah you can turn it off and then you can actually just watch a game that's enjoyable to you like i didn't have a bet on michigan state oakland but i got to watch that one because this game was over before it even started so uh you gotta have like like those silver linings there <laughs> so, sometimes uh, good sometimes shit this was shit <laughs> terrible <yeah>. pick <laughs> my one win tonight was ucf against maine this was never even close 
Uh, this was like a 30-point lead at one point. UCF minus 12 comes through against Maine. Mac, you were on the other side of this one. Did you lock this one up late, or was this a lock battle on the show? I didn't lock this. Oh, no, this is Colby. My, yeah, my Colby bad. locked it. Yeah, I, I, I leaned the UCF. I, I stayed out of this one. My fault. Yeah, Colby was on the main plus 14. So we went one and one uh, in lock battles because I think he rode, or at least he, I don't think he bet Oakland um or michigan state so colby and i go one and one lock battles ucf wins that game 74 51 rob did you catch any of this game yeah so i had a bet on maine at plus 13 and a half <laughs> and you know i coin flip between the under and then that line and I'm, I'm just so pissed at myself i mean it it was such a sluggish crappy game from an offensive perspective and uh yep i went down with the, the cocaine bears uh rest in peace to our cocaine bears i, I don't know if they're going to be quite the same this year i really don't I, no, they're not that I, good this year no uh campbell they went 83 76 over morgan state um if you're looking at the picks page all of us hit on this number depending on the number that you got i i laid the six with the uh camels they wouldn't buy seven but on the pick show last night i think this was at seven and a half and both you and mac or both colby and mac had the points with morgan state Mac, did you catch any of this game? I didn't. Uh, but, I mean, the line – you said the line was seven, right, if I remember correctly? Seven and a half when we picked it on the show. Okay, yeah. And you so, got – that was a W. That, that covered. Yeah. Barely, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> take, take credit for that one. Not much credit other than that. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at the box score here. Morgan State, they shot very well from two, almost 60%. Uh, they shot 15 threes, only made three of them. So it could have been their detriment in this game. Rob, uh, Campbell and Morgan State, what side were you on? Did you catch any of this game? So I would have taken the points, but, I mean, if you caught any of this game, I, I'm praying for you, um, truly, because <laughs> th this is just like one of those games that's on the slate just to be on the slate. I mean, these yeah. teams have to play eventually. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, gl I'm glad that I didn't catch any of this game. <laughs> uh next up we have Maris who absolutely blew out Maryland Eastern Shore 7652. Uh they covered that 12 and a half point line that we picked it at last night. Uh I was on the Red Foxes, but the rest of the board were on Maryland Eastern Shore. Uh Mac, what happened with the Hawks? Uh my Hawks died today. They they <laughs> kind of like Rob was talking about. This is a quick death. It was 34 to 10 or 34 to 11. Um I, the, the same team that I watched against ECU, man, Maris. Maris is another one that keeps finding ways. They were laying 13. I'm like, no, I'm not laying 13 with Maris. This is going to be a close game and uh, probably probably the worst pick of the day, honestly. That or Holy Cross, they're, they're, they're pretty close. Pretty shit. Rob, did you have any action here? I didn't, but I will say this is where me and Mac disagree. We don't disagree on much. I mean, him and I align <laughs> just philosophy-wise on a lot of betting angles. But when I see a team like Marist laying a insane number like 12 and a half, I want to lay the number. Mac's like, who's Marist to be laying 12 and a half? I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, some somebody knows something somewhere. You might as well lay this. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. It, it, it shots in chat. I did see this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a genius. The line <laughs> dropped to seven and a half before tip. Oh, my God. And, and I'm like, oh, I, I I beat everybody on this one. Next thing you know, they're down 34 to fucking 10. I go, 
And there goes a CLV. I could shove that up my ass. Oh my god! <laughs> CLV has been crazy this year. It's dude, almost like, dude, with college, college basketball, the first two awful. months it don't matter. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yep, it's it's wild, man. It's wild. Uh, uh, the fact that that game moved five points is is crazy. Uh, uh, how many people are actually betting this game? <laughs> that's that's your point, kind of. Uh, I, I, I guess a lot of people listen line. to me. A lot of people are going to be sending me death threats. Kiss my ass. <laughs> uh, Wake Forest once again have five people scoring in the du- double digits as they, I mean, a, a lot of these little guys did not hang in with the high majors today. Wake Forest eighty eight, Delaware State fifty nine. This was another Mac lock. Um, Mac. No, I didn't here? lock this. Oh, this is Colby again. God, <laughs> yeah, man, you, keep, you keep. Listen, I had. Colby's I'll tell sorry. you when I lost the game. I did not lock this. I told Colby. I said, "Is this telling us that Wake is about to fuck them up?" And <laughs> he's like, "No, this is this is little brother." And he, he took the point. So uh, yeah, no, I I stayed away from this game. I stayed away from that in UCF because I was nervous of those. I <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he said little brother, but yeah, he has the points in this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rob Wake Forest. Uh, what do you think of the Demon Deacons right now? Like right now, they're currently in the middle of the ACC. Hard to get a read on them because they've lost to LSU, Georgia, and Utah. But they beat Florida on their home floor. They beat Rutgers on their home floor. And they're taking care of the little guys. What's your opinion on this team? Yeah, Wake Forest is one of those high-variance teams right in the ACC, along with Miami. I would say those two are very similar in how they do things and how they perform on like certain road spots. So Wake Forest, away from their home court, I'd be looking to fade, you know, with double digit lines potentially in in conference play. But at home, I do think this is one of those teams that can just light it up and and get on you fast, even if it's a a tight game throughout. To your point, all three of their losses are away from their home floor. They're one and three away away from the uh, um, what's this place called? Can't think of the name. They're one and three away from home. Uh, Let's move on with. Uh, my favorite one of the night, <laughs> Oakland. They lose by the hook. They lose by 17. And let's be honest, there would have been a luck box cover if they did cover this. They they were down by 30 at one point in this game. But in the first half, uh, they were playing Michigan State tough. Everything that I thought was going to happen pretty much happened. And then uh, with about two minutes left in the half, something clicked for Michigan State. Uh, they just caught the Grizzlies uh, over uh, just being too aggressive on the offensive glass. And Tom Izzo's offense in transition, it's deadly. They were on a 9-0 run, and going into halftime, that was the momentum. Coming out of halftime, they drilled a couple of threes. Tyson Walker had zero points in the first half. Then he comes out in the second half and drills two threes, and this thing was over. Um, and the cover was just gone. It was a uh, 15-point lead at 17 minutes. Greg Campy has to call a timeout, and Michigan State never really slowed down after that. Um, credit to Tom Izzo. Like, I tweeted this thing out. He might have, like, steadied the ship here because Oakland was no slouch. I mean, they competed with Illinois. They threatened to win against Ohio State. They yeah. did beat Xavier at the Cintas Center. Like, this was a very good mid-major with good performances against high majors um and michigan state takes care of business in a night where their crowd was dismal um you could literally hear the the pa the public announcer cheering for them uh in in this night and that just doesn't happen at the breslin center um rob i'll go to you on this one first 
what was your opinion on this game? You said you didn't bet it, but you watched it. So you tuned in, you had some interest. What were your thoughts? You know, I knew the Grizz were effed when uh, Tom Izzo came out and he wasn't wearing a Christmas sweater. Dude. <laughs> oh, they were yeah. they were dialed in from the jump and man, they got they it was tight for the first, you know, 10 minutes or so. But then Michigan State was just like, we're more athletic than you. We're just going to throw down windmill dunks and reverse out layups and we're going to make everything. And yeah, I mean, this this could have been a 40 point win. And Lampman, I mean, if you had the 60 and a half at the buzzer, Yes. Lampman missed a wide open three and that's one of the best shooters yeah. in the horizon. So that's, that stings a little bit. <laughs> one of the best, one of the best shooters on the horizon, Jack Golke, he went one for 10 from behind the arc. Like I was ready to just stop shooting, just hand it off the Lampman <laughs> who's been money tonight. Lampkin goes four for 10 from deep uh, as a team, Oakland nine for 29 and Michigan state three point watch. I mean, they shot at 43% tonight. They're shooting it less. Than they typically do. They only had 21 threes and they make nine of them. Um, Trey Townsend, he was the leading scorer for the Grizz. Like I thought he would dominate more down low. He did not. He actually looked rough most of the time uh, in offensive possessions. He was hitting more mid rangers than actually getting the points at the at the hoop. Like I thought they would be able to um, with the weak front court of Michigan State. Mac, your take on this game. Well, that that's the problem when you bet against Izzo, though. You know he's going to challenge his guys. He, you know he's going to say, this Townsend guy thinks he's going to come in and punk your ass. And Izzo has a great way of always motivating these guys. Sparty's found something again, and I, I know we were busting your yeah. chops on Saturday night. He's always going to find a way. He That's what he does. They're going to get to the dance, and I think they're going to go on a run when they get there. I think they'll figure it out. Um, but the reason I took Oakland with you was what happened, where Izzo – was not going to run up the score on Campy. That's his boy. Yeah. So like, yeah. I yeah. thought, I thought, hey, it's going to be around a 15, 20 point game, and they could, they could finagle their way back into it. It had ten days off versus two days off for Sparty, yeah. um, but they couldn't get over the the finish line, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I love how. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, and I will say, like this Michigan State team is deep, right? They're not only just playing a lot of guys who are getting minutes on the floor, but like they deserve these minutes. And obviously Tom Izzo is a great coach, a deep, talented, young athletic team under Tom Izzo is not going to just get worse and stay stagnant as the season goes on. I, I think this is still a top 15 team and they're getting valued like they're outside of the top 25. So I think we're going to have a lot of value bet in Michigan State here in the coming weeks. Currently on Kempom, Michigan State 23rd. They open the season 13th. So we're getting a couple of spots of value. Uh he is correct on that point. Where are we at currently? It it would be about three points of value each game that you're looking at with Michigan State currently. Uh, moving on, Little Little Rock, um, that cocked growing. They beat Murray State by 14. What's wrong only, with Murray State, man? They suck. Uh, I, I just I just thought it was oh. a bad spot for them after they competed well against Mississippi State. Like that was no, they lost a, a home game. They lost a home game to Southeast Louisiana on Saturday. Yeah, well, I, I just think like true. So this was this was two spots after. Yeah, that's why I mm-hmm. that's why I went back in because I had we all had them against Mississippi State. If it had been the game after, I'm with you. But they've lost five in a row now. Steve Prohm has won there. They're they suck. Um, they got they got drilled right from the beginning. Yeah. Terrible pick by me. Um, never really had a shot. Uh, little cock is big cock now. Uh, Col- <laughs> Colby, they, they keep they keep fucking Colby up too. He keeps betting against <laughs> Little Rock, and they keep covering. 
<laughs> Rob, you're not not in along here. Did you catch any of this game? Yeah, so I had a bet on Murray State as well. And uh, I can tell you that this team is not good. And it's also a mixture of I think Little Rock is actually going to be pretty darn decent. Um, but yeah, Murray State, just there's something going on over there that's just not right. Yeah, K.K. Robinson went for 16 and 14, 14 rebounds, 16 points in this game. Uh, great performance from him. Murray State still without Sean Walker. Is that possibly the reason? Uh, yeah, but you still should not lose to Southeast Louisiana at home. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a, that was the whole thing where yeah, I was yeah, like, especially man, when it's Sela's to... first D1 win. Yeah. I mean, you, you had to bounce back tonight. Tonight was supposed to be a all in effort. Get, get, get back what you lost on Saturday. Um, and I mean, they, they showed life against Mississippi state, but maybe that says more about Mississippi state right now. Uh, and how about the Jacksonville State Gamecocks? They win this thing outright. Mac, you locked this one up. Yes. They beat Tarleton 65-62. Uh, hit on this one real quick. Yeah, uh, so I actually watched basically this entire game. Ray Harper's a really good coach there. Uh, Gillespie was out, so it was the interim coach. They had won six in a row versus Jack State, who had lost three in a row. Desperate spot, and they, they played their asses off. They grinded it out. They're down eight with like eight minutes. Um a good win finally somebody won for me on the money line because it felt <laughs> like it was all fit i think they're the only dog that won outright tonight right um Ooh. let's see we outside of three there points, was there maybe? was there was one later tonight i think yeah there was one that we haven't touched on yet oh yeah and that was it so there was two upsets total yeah what a shitty hmm. night yeah i didn't even realize that good night for the bitches <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I, yeah it was, yeah I, I think just two dogs i just added it up two i dogs mean if you, throw, if you consider san diego a dog that's that you see san diego yeah, that's yeah what I, was I mean that was like two points so this was an actual plus 175 money line the other one was like what plus 115 <laughs> awful so, day for the money yeah, line dog no terrible <laughs> uh Rob, uh, anything on this game with the Gamecocks and Texans? I didn't watch it, but I, I definitely would have been on the Jacksonville State side here. Um, one, Billy G- Gillespie's out in this game. And also, I, I do think Jacksonville State's one of the teams that's going to be a little bit due for some positive regression as the season goes on, especially when they hit conference play. They play um, hard. Yeah. They do. Uh, Mac, before we hit on the next time slate, let's let's jump into the first ad here. Uh, you just want to get over to Underdog Fantasy because you can play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower with your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Noah, what do we have cooking up tomorrow? We got we got a couple quality games. Does Underdog have anything out? I'm hoping. It wasn't earlier. So I, I, I don't have a handicap pick. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we've got a good size slate here on Underdog right now. I don't know where it was an hour ago. Um, we've got seven games to choose from. I'm going to choose one of the higher totals of the night. We're going to let's go to the Noah Beanick Bowl. <laughs> it's one of the higher totals of the <laughs> night. Um, and I'm going to take you. So only Florida props are out right now. I'm going to take you to Walt, Walter Clayton Jr. I, th- I think he scores more than 14 and a half points. You can get that out there right now. Again, I'm just shooting from the hip because none of these were out. 40 minutes ago before we started up. So Walter Clayton higher than 40 half 14 and a half points. Um, good luck to those who tail it, but 
There will be an article out tomorrow on sportsgamblingpodcast.com with some better uh, handicapped underdog picks. Uh, Mac? Love it. So get over there. Follow Noah Beanick on Twitter for tomorrow's underdog play. And when you use that sign-up code right there, TCESGPN, underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code TCESGPN. All righty. Let's get back to the recap. Where are we at here, Noah? We're at the Battle of Our Darlings, where Chicago State wins 78-68 over the Mexicans, UT Rio Grande. Um, The (laughs) entire board, except for Mac, we're on Chicago State. Sorry to single you out, Mac, on this one and be correct on it, um, where I've been false on the other ones. Um, The the Cougars, they've been rolling. That's uh, three wins in a row now for What's your take? I mean, I, I feel like I had to. They had just pulled off back-to-back <laughs> money line dog. I, one of them, they're a fucking eighteen to one dog, uh, and, and they're coming back home, feeling themselves. I was like, oh, the Mexicans just lost. Mexicans got Mexicans got dominated tonight. So let's send the Mexicans back over the border. That was fucking awful. You're <laughs> out of here. Good win for Chicago State. Uh, you guys got to look at yourself in the mirror, you Mexicans. That was bad. <laughs> Got drilled by Chicago State. They dominated that game, man. Yeah, they did. Cardet once again drops twenty. Uh, he's just on a on a tear. Um, Rob, Chicago State. Have you been loving them the same amount as us? <laughs> oh, I. This is this is potentially the best team in the country, boys. Um, Chicago <laughs> is is rolling a dynasty out right now. They're they're putting the whole country on notice, and uh, I I couldn't be more proud uh, as a Chicago State fan <laughs> i'm, I'm reading the chat to, i mean the, the, them and ooey pooey i can't ooey pooey's gonna have their surge again in february i can't wait <laughs> i'm reading the chat i'm enjoying what everybody's saying because uh rob typically in the chat if you're watching on youtube every night he'll throw up a line for the time that uh mac usually takes away from camera to, to refill up a cup but of course max on the ads tonight i could take brought, over the ads I, I, but i brought my beers with me i got my beards with me <laughs> preparation everybody i know it's not my first rodeo the the next game on the slate southern miss they go on the road this line smelled in my opinion um they they went at 82 to 79 over lamar uh depending on where you're where you got this line it bounced all over the place it opened around one and a half uh so where southern miss was favored it jumped all the way to southern miss minus five southern miss only wins by three uh, this was a double lock on the show between Mac and Colby. Um, Mac, uh, Golden Eagles with Andre Corbella's debut win this game by three, and they get you the cover per the show's line. Your thoughts? Yeah, Corbello, I think, had Southern Miss minus two and a half. He got that ball very quick at the end, made sure he <laughs> made his two free throws. Uh, I don't trust Southern Miss at all. I, they did. They started doing some dumbass shit down the stretch. The signs of a Andre Carabello team, and I'm like, oh my god, I cannot believe I put money on Carabello. Um, but this was the kind of night it was. I took a chalky favorite, and it came through. So Southern Miss comes through um, on a night where chalky favorites rolled. Uh, Rob, did you have an angle in this game, or uh, if you did not, your thoughts on kind of the multi transfers now being? live in college basketball yeah i think there's going to be a lot of time right now over the next month where 
these teams, just because they're adding this this talent into their mix, it's not going to be a, a nice little even cohesion across the board and, and fluid basketball. I mean, Curbelo, let's, let's look at him. I mean, he played 20 minutes tonight. He had four turnovers. He had two steals. Uh, he went four for 10 from the field. That's Andre Curbelo. Uh, he and that's six what he and he has six assists and he probably threw one behind his back too. And I mean, this is like who the guy is. And there's a reason why this type of guy hasn't panned out on, at two high majors. I mean, um, his teams just don't do well when he's on the floor, despite how flashy and athletic he is. I think I'm, I'm on, I'm on the side that I think Southern Miss will work out well for Curbella. Uh, they'll, they'll figure this thing out. They've got two elite guards in Austin Crowley and uh, Andre Corbello. And if they can both play at the same time on the floor and that's not an issue, I like the Golden Eagles trajectory. But, I mean, it's it's game one with Corbello. There's going to be some, uh, you know, rocky situations along the way. We all know how Corbello is. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, he's been at two high majors. Now he transfers down. This is a spot where I think he should be able to excel if he can accept his role and just play ball. Uh, the next game on our slate, we had – Evansville defeat UT Martin 98 to 91. This was a double lock. Depending on the number you get, uh, this could have been a push. Uh, yeah. this, this thing ended at plus seven. We picked it on the show last night at plus six and a half. Mac, you and Colby locked up the Skyhawks here. You got a push. Um, your thoughts on this game? The purple aces just keep rolling. Yeah, and I actually was able to get a little bit more right before tip off at seven and a half. So got a little bit in the green here, but uh, I mean, this was kind of brutal if you had uh, UT Barden, man. If you mm-hmm. had UT Barden, they controlled this game in the first half, and then Evansville went to a press in the second half, and it really bothered them. And then it, it was just, I don't know, it, it was, it was, it was, it, I could just feel it slipping away from me. Like I've, I've been losing all these games, and I'm like, these fucking guys, no fucking way they're going to hang on. And then they push. I go, all right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll take my push. <laughs> go kiss my sister. As they say, when you tie in soccer, <laughs> another another little darling of ours so far this season, Rob, with Evansville. Uh, where were you at in this game? Did you have any money on it? Uh, what were your thoughts? I nearly had a bet on the over, which I would have loved because I really do think both of these teams play like USC plays football, where it's just like go, go, go. And also, I'm an Iowa yeah. fan, so I'm used to these types of teams. Um, and honestly, yeah, UT Martin, man, they. This was a, a blood pressure game if you were on that side because they were up six in the second half. Then all of a sudden they were down 12 and then all of a sudden it was like a tie game. And then it, it laid at um, or finished at a seven point game. So it just this craziness. And uh, that, that's kind of what I expected here. Um, I'm, so we we move on to this one where the dog wins by 31 points on a night <laughs> where uh, we didn't have many upsets. The, the Tritons enter this game as a one-point dog, and they beat Sacramento State on the road, eighty-three to fifty-two. Mac, I mean, I, I, we we need we're, we're we're gonna need to spend a little bit of time on this one. Uh, just your statement. Uh, we need we, we need like a <laughs> we need like a public service announcement around this lock fucking awful i mean never a game at least i guess if you don't want to sweat this was not a sweat so i saw i didn't even get a chance to see how it started i just turned it on as 20 to 5 i go go figure 
Um, so I don't even know how they got down 20 to five. It was within five minutes, maybe the worst pick of the year. You could probably make an argument, um, in terms of losing by 30. Uh, does that qualify as a close drive special? The next, uh, game, like <laughs> underperform the spread by 30. Do I, do I automatically have to take them the next game catching uh points? <laughs> Shout out to Kramer. Uh, Rob, your thoughts. I mean, this one's kind of a stunner, right? Uh, there are too many unathletic whites on this Sacramento state team to be betting <laughs> them. I mean, this, my goodness, I, that looked so bad. I had a massive bet on Sacramento state here on the money line. And it, it was over within the first five minutes. Yeah. I, I, I knew I was fucked. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to think about even like trying to live bet at plus 13 and then plus 20 and then plus 17 and a half. Sacramento state on the money line was plus 1400. 10 minutes in the first half. <laughs> this opened as a pick them. I that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Oh man. I'm the, the next on it. <laughs> the uh I have to scroll to the top of the page here for uh these ending night cat games where our picks page hasn't updated the totals. Um Eastern Washington and Cal Poly. The score of this one was now I'm managing multiple pages. Um EW. They win by nine. Um, and Rob, you were sweating this one out backstage before we went live. Um, did, how much of this game did you watch? Because I know you said you had money on Seattle. They get the cover against Cal Poly by a point and a half. You know, I absolutely love the state of Washington tonight. Thank you, Seahawks. <laughs> Thank you, Eastern Washington. Uh, capped off the night in a really good fashion. And yeah, this was a pretty much head to head tie game throughout the entire thing with Eastern Washington having like two and three point leads. And then Eastern Washington at the end made some free throws, got some defensive boards, got fouled and uh, eventually ended up winning by nine to cover my six and a half. Mac, your take on this game. I didn't see the end. I, I was setting up for the show and uh, I watched a good amount where it was back and forth. So I didn't see how they got the cover, but uh, obviously for those that were in the Eastern Washington crowd, like Rob, Good win to uh, maybe create, create some momentum headed into the next day. It's always good yeah, to win your last it. one. Yes. And we'll talk about my last one here in a minute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's let's get right to your last one. Uh, this was a double lock here between Loyola Marymount and the Detroit Titans. Detroit, 0-11 against the spread now. Kelly LePepe comes off the bench in this game in a, in a weird uh box score he had 11 and 5 shout out to our king mac you faded the king now you got to kiss the ring well Fuck i mean <laughs> what what happened here bro this <laughs> is the right if anybody that anybody that watched this game knew that detroit was the right side it was like an eight point game with eight minutes left um i mean la pepe hits a fadeaway jump shot in a defender's face to cover the game and i'm like Oh, my God. Get this night over with. This is the biggest set of bullshit night I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Le Pepe. He he beat me tonight. And Colby, too. Colby's going to have to answer why he faded his boy. But if you watch this game, Detroit should have covered this. There was no Christmas miracle. Uh, you guys are all getting cold. You guys are a fucking joke. How are the fuck are you 0-11 and you can't cover one fucking spread? You're, you're getting 16 points against Loyola Marymount, who, who's not even good. They're not even good, and you can't cover that. Embarrassing. <laughs> Fucking uh, dumpster. Dumpster of the year. 
Rob, do you have anything to add on this mess? You know, I just want to say I, I second everything that Mac is saying, and I will be betting Detroit the next game that they play. Um, so I close your eyes special. They almost covered. You got to lose by 30. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to get plus 31. So um, I, I'm looking forward to the next Detroit Mercy game for sure. And yeah, I mean, sometimes you get what you pay for with these absolutely trash teams that are basically a community college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Alex Chaku didn't play for Detroit, who was coming into the season like their most, uh, you know, like the, the player they were most excited about. And they had a huge transfer portal class. Uh, I mean, he ju- he was a multi-transfer guy, uh, started at Alabama, Rhode Island next. Now he lands here at Detroit. Um, I'm a little confused why he didn't see the floor, but uh, when he does, I, I think this team's going to be a little bit better. I don't think they're going to be great. Now we finish off with a game that went into overtime. Uh, this was a tight spread the entire day. Um, it opened at one and a half, closed at three, but it didn't matter as Portland State, the dog, wins outright in OT at Fresno State. There Mac, uh, your thoughts on this one? I mean, we were, this one ended as we were getting ready to go live. Anything on this? Yeah, this game kind of figured what I what it was going to be. Uh, a close game back and forth. I know a lot of people in the chat had Fresno, and they blew a big lead. Fresno is hard to trust, man. I watched him against Bakersfield the other night blow a lead too. So tough one if you had uh, Fresno blowing that seven-point lead. Oof. Mike yeah, Trout, I mean, who was at the – sorry, Mike Trout, who was at the LMU game today between Detroit be, – sorry, between Detroit um, – I believe he was at the game. He said he was going to be at the game in the chat yesterday. He said that Detroit's highest score just sprained his ankle in the game today. So that's huh. news that, I mean, I don't, I don't think Suck you're going to get that around every. <laughs> <laughs> probably got better back in there. Back in there, motherfucker. Uh, I got money on you. <laughs> Rob Hornets and Bulldog or Vikings and Bulldogs. Uh, what'd you make of this game? Yeah, I, I probably want to be on the show tonight if my team was up seven points in overtime with two minutes to go and couldn't cover three and a half and actually lost outright. Um, yeah. I would uh, I would have rage quit and just been like, I'm going. I'm staying in bed, not not getting up, <laughs> not no motivation. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough L. Um, Mac, let's let's go to actually Rob. We're we're going to game balls here. You're the guest. First take here on the game balls. I mean, we only had two outright dogs, so can't really cop out and just go with a money line dog that hit. Most impressive performance this tonight from all the favorites. Who you got? I'll lead it off with uh, the fan favorite, Chicago State. I mean, this team, again, um, we might as well put them in the tournament now. This is one of the best teams in the country, and they're going to continue to play like it. Facts. Mac, Mac, you're up next. Jack State. Finally, so one of my dogs had some nuts and went on the road and fucking got it done. Uh, great win, Ray Harper. They they battled. They, they had some adversity in that game. Down eight, kept fighting, grinded it out. Great win for uh, the Gamecocks at uh, the Texans. Uh, my game ball, my first one's going to go to one of the best mid-major games of the day, Duquesne with a game winner to beat Bradley. Uh, that's my game ball. Rob, you're up next with your second game ball. I'm going to give it to my my Eastern Washington boys. I think this is going to be a wagon um, the rest of the season, honestly, because their record is deceiving. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win their next 10, 11 games. 
Um, I, I, don't, I haven't taken a peek at who they actually play and whether or not there are some high majors in that mix. But I do think that this is going to be a team that's going to make a quite a run in conference play. Mac, your second game ball. I guess we'll go Little Cock. I mean, <laughs> put it on Murray. So Little Cock gets a game ball. Um, I should I do it like a, a large favorite winning? Is that Sparty? a party? Yeah, uh, that I I low key came out of that game very impressed. Uh, with They're getting State. better, given given the spot uh, against Little Brother coming off your biggest win of the season. Um, to completely control that game the, for at least the final 20 minutes, uh, depending on how you view it, because it was less than a 10-point game for the first eight, 18, but uh, they never trailed. So it was an impressive important, uh, performance by Sparty. Mac, you want to hit add two before we jump into the picks of it? Yeah, we can do that because we are brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is back better than ever. You can buy tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fastest, easy way to buy tickets to all sports comedy in a theater in a year with killer last-minute deals, uh, lowest price guaranteed, best price guaranteed. And you know what they do? They got they got the great flash last-minute tickets, so you can find uh, where your seat is. They send you this this uh, picture of where you're sitting. It's, it's beautiful, so you know exactly where you're sitting. You're not going to be obstructed view. You're not going to be behind the pole uh, uh, like like Dan Snyder special at FedEx Field. You pay a fucking thousand bucks, and next thing you know, you're buried. You Shout out the college anything. football campus tour with all his yes. obstructed views. <laughs> yes, you gotta you gotta watch out for those freaking frauds. So get over there. Game time does the work for you because they send you a picture of where you're gonna sit, and you know, um, they send it right to your phone too, so you don't have to dig through your email, all the fucking spam that's out there. Game time tickets make a perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and code CFBX. For $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX. $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Because you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting platform for parlays, props, game lines. Research all NFL, NBA, and soccer with historical data. Enter the parlay into the revolutionary parlay optimizer tool with Hall of Fame bets so you know which ones have the best value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets up or visit hofbets.com code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So real quick before we jump into the picks, just for the picks-only people that tune into just that uh, portion of the show on YouTube, uh, for those What's of that? you that, for those of you that are tuning in for it, Colby is out. Uh, he has a family dinner um, with a, with a good buddy of his coming into town, um, and we have a guest on, Rob Donaldson. Uh, welcome to the show, Rob. Let's let's jump into some picks. This is a fun slate. We got forty one games. Yeah, uh, Colby had a shit night, so that's why he's out. He can blame <laughs> it on the family gathering all he wants. I had a shit night. I'm still here. You know the drill, baby. Let's go. Uh, all right, let's get into this right now. Let's lead it off. We got day basketball. Holy shit, there's a lot of games tomorrow all of a sudden. Uh, Hampton. Hampton's going to Bowling Green here. I have to bet this game, so you got to dive into the slate all of a sudden. You got to dive into the matchup. Bowling Green is laying 11 and a half is what I'm seeing. 
Um, I'll 11 a.m. Well, game. I don't need to dive into the slate. All I'm doing is jumping out of bed from the bed and breakfast at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> Give me the Pirates. Locked it up. Oh, there you go, Noah Vedic. I like it. Give me the Pirates. They were beating JMU on Saturday. They're a lot better than the record. Give me the Pirates all day. Who is Bowling Green to be laying double digits all day? Rob, where are you going here? So I already said it with my philosophy, lay it with Bowling Green. I, I I really do believe in this team being a much improved team. And Hampton, we saw the second half with them against James Madison. Yes, it was Don't James Madison, me. but <laughs> dude, Hampton, when they suck, they're going to suck for long stretches. So give me Bowling Green. I think this is tied at half and they win by 20. We got the lock battle music going lock. tonight. Where is it? What's the lock? It's oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We really need to get Colby's music. <laughs> Am I tripping on acid right now? I feel like I'm in the Matrix. <laughs> you got a lock battle in one corner. You got Rob Donaldson with the Bowling Green guys out of Ohio. Bowling Green, Ohio. And you got Moneyline Mac and Noah Beanick on the Hampton Pirates. Let's go. You're going down, Rob. Uh, <laughs> next up, another standalone game. Got to bet this one. Oh, Sanford's God. going to Sanford's going to Valpo. I'm seeing it right now. Sanford's laying nine. Give me the home dog here. Give me the home dog here. Uh, last couple times these two teams have played, the home team is one. So I'll be on Valpo here. Um, Sanford, Sanford's coming off a big win. Correct me. Yeah. Oh shit, they've won nine in a row. Seems like a great tricky spot here. Valpo all day. They might be live in this game. I'm all over Valpo. Noah. Samford's first road game in over a month. Give me Valpo. I just think it's too many points. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Let's triple lock this thing. Uh, I do think Valpo is is really bad, but Samford has kind of started hot for the last three years, every single year, and then they kind of tail off a little bit. Um, I, I think Valpo, like you guys said, is live in this game. That's a triple lock on the Valpo Crusaders. <laughs> oh, that's nice. There you go. Triple lock it. Let's go, Valpo. Like Bryce Drew's back in the building, baby. Next <laughs> up, you're going to need a freaking Viagra for this game. Niagara is going to te- play Binghamton. Oh, man, I'm torn in this game. These are two of my teams. You got Niagara, you got Binghamton, the golf course. Hmm. I'm going to take the points with Niagara. They are coming off a win. I think that they're actually a little bit better. They started slow. I mean, they, they were live at Notre Dame opening night. Uh, give me Niagara here in the points. I like Binghamton. They're undefeated at home. They've covered this number in every single game at home. Um, I'm going to need to see it from the Purple Eagles. I, I think, personally, I, I may have overvalued Niagara after competing against Notre Dame and looking okay in the first couple of games. I'm going to take the, uh, the golf course. I like golf. Guys, I don't know if you have uh, DraftKings up, but DraftKings has Binghamton plus six and a half right now. And I'm tempted just to, to bet I'm it because going, yeah, it's that's reversed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did, did, they, right did they lay the long uh, wrong number? They did. Yeah, um, it's just a reversed line. So, I mean, they might <laughs> void it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this is but, um, the college basketball experience. Go play that. <laughs> Yeah, and listen, I, I don't want to have a bet on this game, but um, Niagara just has bur- burned me against Saint with the Bonnies really bad, and I, I haven't mentally 
overcome that uh, that matchup there. So I'm I'm staying away, but I'll take I'll take Binghamton and lay it. At least here in Michigan, the line is correct. So it might depend on your state that you live in, uh, where that market yeah. is. But uh, I just tried to yeah, look think, in place. But yeah, I think they I think they just fixed it. So damn yeah, you guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's Good go problem. to South Bend. Let's go to South Bend, Indiana, where we got the Notre Dame Fighting Irish coming off the Georgetown loss. They're laying nine against nine and a half in some places. Nine and a half. Um, I'm going off Vison tonight just because they, they have the easiest one to read off of. So if you see okay. another number, we're not uh we're not sponsored by an an, yeah, an individual book. So Rob. yeah, yeah. Um give me give me Notre Dame bounce back. They just lost they just lost fucking Georgetown. I, I think that they'll get get up for this game against the Citadel. I agree with you. Like I, I think it's also a little bit short of a number. Um I, I I originally was trying to look for an angle to take the Citadel, but I just I, I couldn't really bring myself to muster up some money on the military academy. So the Fighting Irish they they've had two tough games in a row. Marquette Georgetown atmosphere is going to be dead, but I just think they bounce back. Right? I mean they they beat Western Michigan by twenty one. They beat Maryland Eastern Shore by twenty. Now you get the Citadel coming in your home home building. I think you can win by 10. Yeah, I mean, I I'm gonna take the Citadel here. I obviously my my former roommate Austin Ash played on this team last year, and there it was so fun <laughs> watching him just shoot up his goofy threes. But um I, I think this is a better team this year, and and Notre Dame is like honestly worse than Louisville at this point. I think they're on that <laughs> tier. So if you would have taken, you know, the Citadel getting nine points against Louisville. I've, I, I kind of feel like you got to take him here against Notre Dame. So uh, I would take the points here. I don't know if I would have. <laughs> now you're, now, now, now you're making it. Now you're, now you're naked, making me think about fucking Louisville, my kryptonite. I hate that fucking team. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to a game that, uh, well, actually one of them has become my darling here recently. That's Georgia Southern. The Eagles, they are still sitting at. They're both the Eagles, oh, by the way. Oh, yeah, the Gulf Coast is the Eagles. You're right. They're 0-11. <laughs> They're getting 4.5 at home, so Gulf Coast laying 4.5. This is home. in Savannah. This, this is a uh, okay. neutral site. Good call, Noah Beanick. Let me see. Let me, let me plug that into my uh, to my <laughs> Into your beers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, how, uh, how many points should I take? Uh, <laughs> give me Gulf Coast, man. <laughs> but... God, I don't know, man. Gulf Coast has fucking burned us so many times this year. I think um, you should go to Rob on this one. He hates Gulf Coast as well. <laughs> he hates Gulf Coast. They lost a fucking Mercer. Yeah, and they had a 10-point lead in the second half. Um, yeah. Listen, Florida Gulf Coast, they, they're kind of banged up right now. And, and actually, I used banged up loosely because Andre Weir has a torn rotator cuff. That was one of their better big men down low, most efficient big men. I'm um, in the early stretch. And then Isaiah Thompson, one of their, their honestly, their best overall player, in my opinion, has been out for like three or four games with flu like symptoms. Oh, what are we so doing cool. here? I mean, like I, I this just could be just like a mental health break and he ends up transferring or something. But I, I don't know if he's playing. So just stay away from this game, in my opinion, because if he does play, I do think Florida Gulf Coast is actually a pretty darn decent team. Yeah, I agree with that call from Rob. 
for sure. Because I mean, he's he's a difference maker, and yeah, FGC is playing without a couple of guys. They, they have three guys out, uh, or recently had three guys out for their last game. So yeah, I'm on I'm on Georgia Southern. I'm gonna take the points. Uh, I think it's They're a neutral floor. Both <laughs> both offenses might not do as well. Georgia Southern's actually pretty good from three too. Uh, 156 in the nation, but I, I think the neutral site's going to affect some of the shooting lines uh, with both teams. I, I think it's a low-scoring game. Give me, give me Georgia Southern. Now you're talking up the 0 and 11 teams. How the tables have turned. Oh, I'm not uh, talking them up. <laughs> you said you said they're pretty good for three. <laughs> That's the only uh, thing that I could find that they were good at. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. Uh, all right, let's go over to the next game. We got Moorhead. Moorhead's better than Lesshead. They're going to Bloomington, Indiana. Indiana's laying 12, 12 and a half at some spots. I feel like every time Moorhead steps up in competition, they get fucking drilled. They got beat by Indiana by 35 last year. This is kind of a standalone game. Indiana's off the Kansas loss. Moorhead's coming in red hot. I'm going to lock up Indiana. I think they're going to win by 20. I like this Indiana team. I know you don't know it, but I like Indiana. I will lock up the it's, Hoosiers. It's not a standalone game, so don't make up an excuse for you to just a bet. This <laughs> it's a national TV game. 630 game. That's a standalone Yeah, game. and there's another national TV, Fox Sports. <laughs> this this is not national TV. This is Big Ten Network. It's national TV. Fox, Fox Sports is airing a big east between Georgetown and Butler. <laughs> Uh, I thought about that one, but I don't have a good feel on that one. So this is standalone now. God, uh, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of people know that I am not a huge fan of this Indiana team, but they figured out how to play. Like they're not shooting the ball. Uh, I give them credit for doing that because they're not uh, a guard heavy team. They, they have uh, more big men than, than anybody needs. Um, but I, I just think this is an, uh, the assembly hall was lit for Kansas. It's going to be nowhere near that for Moorhead State. Um, and I, I think, like, just after blowing a lead late to the Jayhawks, 12 points is a little much. Give me Moorhead State. They are off back-to-back losses now. I don't care. I mean, I mean, they're winning the game and they blew it late. Man, I, I know this isn't a, a big play-up spot, but Bloomington is always going to be lit. I mean, this is all that city lives for, and pretty much the entire state lives for Indiana basketball. And they're, if, they, if there's a home game, they're going to sell it out, and it's going to be a pretty wild atmosphere. And you would I think, think like Michigan State, too. Breslin Center was kind of dead tonight. It's just uh, that time of year. Yeah, Michigan State's a little bit more fair weather, um, in my uh, opinion. I, I, I hate to Indiana's say it. Indiana's more fair weather, in oh, my opinion. I, I Especially with how the team's been lately. There were some NIT Indiana teams that would still sell out that arena, you know, year after year yeah. when they were just meh. So Sparty's been spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And, you know, I think Xavier Johnson might have a chance to play in this game, too, as a little bit of a tune up, maybe like 15, 20 minutes on the floor. And that would be a nice little boost for them here, too. 12 and a half. That's not a lot to lay. I think this is going to be a 17, 18 point winner. All right. Double lock for me and Rob. We're locking up the Indiana Hoosiers. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah. That, there's a little tune. Taking the Indiana Hoosiers. Bob Knight throwing chairs. Let's go, Hoosiers. All right. Next up on the slate. Noah talked about it. This is a standalone-ish game as well. 
Uh, Georgetown is going to Butler. Georgetown's coming off a road win. I feel like you have to fade them now, right? But 11 and a half is a lot with Butler. Seems like Butler just likes to play these grinded out games. Give me the Hoyas, but I'm not betting this game. I think, Mac, like, use your angle here. Like, you typically sniff, sniff these out better than I do. Isn't this line telling you Georgetown off of a rare win just kind of gets ran out here in Hinkle? But wasn't it the same thing with Cal? And then Cal hung right in there? I, I Yeah, just but think Butler was at Cal, correct? Butler's, no, brand, of ba- Butler's, yeah, Butler's brand of basketball isn't really a fucking run you out of the fucking arena. Like, they're just going to outgrind you. Maybe they dominate the game and they end up covering this game, but winning by 15. But I, I don't know. I don't really want to lay 11 and a half. I think Georgetown's getting better under Ed Cooley, too. Yeah, I, I 100% I agree with you there. Cocktail Napkins got this one at 16 and a half, but I'll stay off. Woo! 16 and a half. Uh, Rob, what's know. up? You know, I, I really do like the under here, but... You know, if we're talking about sides, I, I think one guarantee is that I think Georgia uh, Georgetown finishes below 60 points. And so if you think, theoretically speaking, they score 52-53, can Butler cover that? I think they potentially can, but I think it's going to be just tight for the, the sake of just bad offense and, and slow, methodical paces here. So I, I'm begrudgingly going to take the points, but I don't love either side. Three games all season where Butler didn't score at least 80 points, so... Uh, two of them were actually the, the three were Michigan State, Buffalo, and Boise State. Two really good defenses in the three. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll stay off of it. I was looking for a nudge on this one, but I guess I won't get it. <laughs> no nudge for me. Uh, let's go to the next one. This is a good one right here. USC, TMZ team, the top 10 preseason, whatever the hell they were, top 15. I forget what they were. They're going to Alabama State. They're off three straight losses, Gonzaga, Long Beach, Auburn. Now they're going to Alabama State. Is this an actual – I think this is an actual true road game. It's a it's a, it's a a true road game. USC played Auburn. They're staying in Alabama. They're playing uh, Alabama State in Montgomery. So home game here for the Hornets. For the HBCU. Remember how much the HBCU teams have fucked up these high majors so, at home? So last year, the SWAC went three and three outright, won two of the three home games that they had. The SWAC and the Pac-12, they've had a couple of games here the last couple of years. I think I think the Hornets are alive to win this yeah. thing. Yeah. Lock it up, Alabama State. Get this fucking USC <laughs> TMZ shit out of here. Who are they to be like 16 and a half? They can't even win with Bronny. Uh, Alabama State, give me the 16 and a half. Sprinkle some on that uh, money line when it comes out tomorrow. I haven't Rob, seen it yet. you're nodding your head. What are you doing a lot, uh, here? I lean towards laying it with USC. I, I don't love this team at all, but they need just kind of a morale booster to get the, the ESPN crowd rocking again. And I, I think they're going to get a lot of benefits on the whistle here when it's 11-point game throughout the entire way. It's going to feel like a 20-point game at the end just because they're going to be shooting nonstop free throws. So give me, give me USC to lay it, but uh, I don't love it. I think this place is going to be fucking jumping. I I, th- I think I agree with the chat with Trevor and uh, Deutscher over here. I, I think this place is going to be fucking rocking. For, so. <laughs> for those interested, Cocktail Napkins got this one at plus 12. So, yeah, I, I love this bet. Double lock here, Alabama State. The Hornets taking on that fucking soft-ass USC team. I keep fading and winning money. How many games in a row have I faded them fucking pussies? Give me the Alabama State.
Ian Obinick riding with the HBCU, baby. TBDBJ hey, in the chat goes, Oregon on deck for USC, too. Oh, they're they're not going to win another game all year. It's going to be great. Uh, I mean, like it is a week after this Alabama State game, but still, I mean, it's still a sleepy spot. They're going to be freaking cuddling their moms in the stands like Caleb Williams. It'd be great. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go over here. Oh, God damn, I hate this team. Troy is going to Ole Miss. This game is in Oxford, right? Yes. Um, believe so. Who's Ole yes. Miss got on deck? Southern Miss, not really a look ahead. Oh, I might fade him on Saturday. Um, in baseball, might... that's a huge game. Their yeah. rivals in big time in baseball. I, I I think that might be a look ahead. That's also a neutral floor for Southern Miss as well. That's in Biloxi. Troy's been playing really well lately. Uh, I'll lean to the points, but I don't know. I, I don't really want to go against Ole Miss this time around. So Where are you guys going? I, I like Ole Miss as a team. I think they'll be an NCAA tournament team this year, but they play close games. Uh, they play nail biters at the end. I think that's too many points. Yeah, I think everybody's looking at Ole Miss and thinking, oh, they got all their guys back. This is this is great, and they're undefeated. This is going to be a stomp spot. The line is telling you what's going to happen. This is going to be feeling like a two-possession game throughout the entire thing. Troy's going to be alive at the very end with a shot to win it, I think. Lock up, Troy. This is one of my biggest bets of the day. I am very confident go. in the 12 and a half here. Rob Donaldson's on the Troy Trojans. Lock it up. That's I hate that. It's better right here. There we go. There we go. Troy Trojans. Try I'm rocking with this. <laughs> Troy Trojans on on Troy on. I'm sitting this one out. I'm rooting for you. Uh, <laughs> let's go over to Central Connecticut. They're playing Northeastern. I'm seeing Northeastern is laying three three and a half on the road. Shop around wherever you can find it. Um, God, Northeastern's hard to lay that many points with on the road, right? Uh, give me Central Connecticut. <laughs> I'm not betting this game. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I think the real Blue Devils are playing better ball as of late. They just upset yeah. UMass Lowell. Is this a letdown spot after the big win, or do they keep rolling? I, I tend to lean I that I, I think when you're getting points, I'll take the points. I, I think they're playing better ball as of late. Um, then again, Northeastern, they just lost by two against Virginia. So I don't think this is a, a, a tremendous spot for either team. So you got a letdown spot and then like a heartbreak. We just lost by uh, a bucket spot. So I'll take the points. I, I, I don't have much conviction on either side. Rob, what are we doing in this game? Yeah, when in doubt, you take the points, especially when you're getting a little over one possession here. So I'm with you guys. Don't love it. Definitely not going to bet it and definitely not going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea. All right, let's go over to Mercer. Mercer is laying one and a half against Queens. Get that shit out of here. No, 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 no. They just won. They they can't do it. No, no. Time out. What did Mercer? They just who did they just beat? They just beat. Florida Gold Coast, they've won <laughs> back-to-back games. Oh, yeah, lock it up. I'm locking up Queens. I'm locking up Queens all day. Queens actually looked all right against App State. They just they they gave them 15 points to start the game. I'm all over Queens here to win this game outright. By 20. By yeah. 20. Wrong team favored. Let's go. Noah, are you coming here? Queens is winless on the road. 
I'm not betting this, but I'm just saying beware. Because Mercer they were undefeated at home, though. Mercer's got two straight home wins. They seem to have maybe fixed. I mean, uh, what their first month of their resume was just absolute shit. Now they're on a little bit of a looking to build a little bit of a winning streak here. Uh, the cocktail napkins got this minus four and a half. I'm not betting it, um, but I just think Queens needs to show me something on the road first. Mm. Lock it up. You're hating. You're hey. Double lock for me and Rob. We're taking the Queens Royals. Give me Queens all day long, baby. All righty. Next up on the slate, Merrimack is headed to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is now laying, I think it was 18 and a half. They're off the Dayton loss. I'll take the points with Merrimack. I like Merrimack, but uh, Cincinnati has a habit of drilling these teams at home, but I'll lean to the points. Uh, Noah? Yeah, the last loss that Cincinnati came off of, they they lost to Xavier. Then Bryant, who was a solid mid-major, came in there, and they just absolutely got decked. Um, now Merrimack comes in. I like Merrimack, but I just think they're in a bad spot. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Bearcats team. We need to see them in the Big 12 before I like actually um, – seem like I, I can start back in West Miller. Um, but I, I think so far you've said it. Like, they've handled these mid-majors quite well. Um, I like the spot. I'll lay the points. I'm all on the points. Give me Merrimack. Let's lock it up, boys. I, I think that there this is going to be a, a first half really tight game, and then Cincinnati is going to kind of tack on a little bit late. But 18 and a half, I mean, I, I love Merrimack here. This is one of my favorite bets of the day. Rob Donaldson locking up the Merrimack Warriors. All righty, I'll take you to the lock right here. Tennessee State is headed to Indiana State. Everybody loves some some Indiana State sycamores here. Indiana (laughs) State's laying 17 and a half. I am locking up Tennessee State. They're feisty, man. I think that they're going to be live in this game. I don't think they're going to win. I think Indiana State will grind it out. But Indiana State's been drilling everybody. They're due for one of these games where they're going to be in a battle. I'm locking up Tennessee State. Let's go. Noah? Uh... I'll I'll take Tennessee State. Like the the main thing here is like can a team uh, handle Indiana State's tempo? Tennessee average pace for most of the season so far this year. Uh, the defense is a little bit of a question mark when Sycamores are just flying up and down the court. But it's a lot of points for you know Tennessee State has been live in a couple of these games. So I, I'll take the points with the Tigers. I don't love it at all. Man, lock battle, Mac. Uh, that's oh, two for us already in this slate. Uh-oh. I'm laying it with Indiana State. I love these boys. I they think they cover every game. They will. <laughs> they will if they, if they let them. I mean, and they didn't cover last time out. So there's that little buffer in there, too. Um, I, I think Indiana State wins by 20 plus. All right, lock battle. I'm on the Tigers. Rob's on the Sycamores. Here we go. Where is it? Right here? Yeah, there it is. That's lock battle. <laughs> Let's go, oh, Tennessee State, baby. We're going to lose by 12. I just feel like I got dosed. In one corner, Rob Donaldson's on the Sycamores. Moneyline Mac on We Tigers. Next up. Oh, I'm going to do it here, too. 
Cornell yeah. <laughs> is headed to Sienna, oh. Colby's favorite fucking team here. Sienna, or sorry, Cornell is laying. Oh. Uh, did I see this game opened at 17, though? I thought I saw I, it opened at 17 for some reason. I didn't catch the it, open to that. It did. It was that high. Yeah. That's tough. Um, yeah, I wish I had got 17. I missed it, but I am locking up Sienna. Let's go. Home dog, baby. Who's Cornell to be like 13 on the road? Last time we said this about <laughs> Cornell, who was it against? They, they, we said, who are they to be laying double digits on the road? It was against Lafayette. Lafayette covered that game. Uh, Fordham was another one. They were laying points. Fordham covered that game all day. I'm locking up Sienna. Let's go. Upstate oh, New York battle tier. I'll I'll take Sienna. Uh, I I ain't betting on I ain't betting on the Saints. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll I'll stay off of this. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm going against the cocktail cocktail napkin here. It's minus twenty. But then again, like Cornell hasn't <laughs> blown out many of these teams at all so far this season. So I, I, I'll take the points with the Saints. Mac, Mac, you sick fuck. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm going to ride with you and take those points. <laughs> but gross, locking up, when I saw two and eight Sienna going up against Cornell in this game, I'm like, oh, I know what side Mac is going to be locking up on this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, they're due for some regression, baby. Sienna's <laughs> due, baby. They are due. <laughs> I'm not sure oh. he can be due. Like if Fran McCaffrey, you know, gets back on the <laughs> sidelines for Sienna, maybe they they have a shot here. But uh, I I'll take the points. Whatever, I'll ride with you on that point. <laughs> All right, just single lock. I'll be alone in the foxhole, betting on the Sienna Saints. <laughs> Go, baby. You're gonna lose by ten. All right, next up, this is an interesting game. Greensboro going to High Point. Is this game actually? Uh, yeah, it's at a yeah, high it's point. actually a high point. This is a good game. I I went back and forth on this one. I think I'm going to take Greensboro. Um, they're coming off the loss to Marshall. I know high points coming off the loss to Georgia as well. Give me Greensboro in a close game. Take the points. I I think this is your biggest Courtney Love game of the night. Um, in my point, in my opinion, I I, I don't think high points should be favored in this game. Cocktail Napkins got this thing minus one for Greensboro as well. Um, both teams off the loss. Yes, high point. They competed with Georgia, but I think UNC Greensboro expected the win at Marshall. I'll take the points and like a little bit of a bounce back for the Spartans, um, but no bet here for me. I, I kind of like this high point. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with um... – the Courtney love angle, especially with high point at home. And you know, this is definitely an improved high point team this year. And this is their first real shot to prove it. I, I want to lay the points, but I, I'm just going to stay away and just watch as a fan. Cause I really do think it's going to be a good game. All for right. what it's worth, For what it's worth, they should have an advantage on the glass 13th uh, in defensive rebounding in the country and 12th in offensive rebounding uh, Greensboro in the mid two hundreds for both. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, next up, here's a lock. Winthrop going to South Kagalaga. Going to Columbia, South Carolina. I'm seeing South Carolina laying 10. They barely got by Charleston Southern. Winthrop right down the road. Here is your little brother game of the night. 
I think this Winthrop team's good. I also don't think South Carolina's as good as a record. Said that over and over again. They almost lost Charleston Southern the other day when I locked up Charleston Southern. I'll lock up Winthrop here. Um, no, are you coming here or are you going with Gamecocks? I'm not going to get burned by Winthrop again. I like them at Xavier. Um, thinking that, you know, Xavier's just not as good as everybody else thinks. South Carolina, I think there is some texture to this team. Um, but I'll, I'll take the points with the Eagles. I, I mean, this this is a team that I, I love them against Xavier. They got smacked. And it just leaves a bad taste for my, in my mouth against a second straight mid-major. Xavier's tough defensively, physical. I think your second game up against high major, I, I don't love it. Yeah, and I'll reiterate my point from earlier. Um, fade the Big South when they play high majors. But at the same time, I think South Carolina is at a sell-high point right now and, and where their yeah. stock is at. So it's like a, a weird balance here. I'm going to lay it with South Carolina, but I, I don't love that side. Flying solo with Winter, baby. Fading the Gamecocks. <laughs> Plus 10 and a half. Shop till you drop. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to see where you guys go on this one. UVA is going to Memphis. So Memphis has two straight home games against ACC teams. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm so torn on this game. I think I lean to Virginia here. I think Virginia, the discipline, the culture, can get it done against a Penny Hardaway team. I don't know if I want to bet this one. I'm probably just going to watch it. I, if I had to bet, I'd bet Virginia. The cocktail napkin agrees with you. They've got the who's and favored by a point. I disagree with you, though. I, I think Memphis is more athletic than them. They also have much more experience than Virginia. Virginia's young, um, and this is a road test, a, a true road test, and it's their first of the season. I, I think Memphis is a picks page fringe lock. Listen, I have some built-up trauma with uh, Memphis minus two and a half. That line just um, really fucked me on Saturday with them. So I, I, I think this is going to be another two-point uh, winner for Memphis, and um, that's where I would lean. I would, I'd lean towards taking the points because I do think Virginia is going to be able to kind of direct the style of this ball game. Yeah, this is this is one where I might I might lock it tomorrow, depending on where the number goes. If I can get Memphis as a dog, I'll be locking them. Well, I, I don't think they're going to flip to a dog. I think they might. I think a lot of people are going to be like, there's a big coaching advantage in this game. Well, there uh, is. And they'll like Virginia. Well, I, I I do think, like, I don't like Penny Hardaway. Believe me. But I, I was on them against my Clemson team. Uh, I think Virginia and Clemson, they're both defensively sound and very white. Uh, Memphis is experienced and they're they're very athletic. We saw it against Clemson. I I like the Tigers at home. Memphis money line might be a great angle. Like just take it when they're minus one or minus two. Last time Penny faced an elite coach, he lost Chris Beard. I'm a I'm gonna lock it. I, I Virginia's gonna win the game. I I've seen this before. Where this is the game where everybody's gonna be on Memphis. Everybody's gonna talk up Penny Hardaway. And they're going to lay a fucking egg. I'm on Virginia. That Chris Beard game, they were on the road. They only lost by three to Ole Miss team that's undefeated. But Virginia is way better than Ole Miss. From a from a culture standpoint. First road game. 
Yeah, but it's Tony Bennett, man. Like they always find a way in December, January. A, a young team, no Kihei Clark this year. I mean, it's Reese Beekman and then uh, the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but uh, there have been some teams that have actually won their first true road games outside of the Wisconsin game, which was the lemon. This team's been good. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm taking them here. I'm taking them. I'm vibe with Mac. Oh, double lock. Let's do it. Yeah. I've seen this shit with Memphis. Everybody loves Memphis all of a sudden. Fucking Virginia is going to (laughs) take them into the mud. They're going to run that pack line. Memphis is going to be traveling all over, bricking the shit all over the place. UVA all day. Lock it up. Give me the loafers. I like it. Penny sucks. (laughs) We're going to be talking about Uh, Penny Hardaway 2.0 a little bit later here. Oh, yeah. Uh, get this penny shots shit out of fired here. uh all right let's go next on the board we got sick and hard in albany if you're betting this one you need a counselor uh <laughs> give me the points sick and hard that's supposed to mean <laughs> uh the cocktail napkin likes albany here uh i mean i don't um <laughs> but for what it's worth uh Cocktail napkin has a minus nine um, for this game, though. Like I, I, I'm a fan of the Pioneers. I, I like what Sacred Heart's got going. I mean, they're a very senior laden team. They've played a tough schedule up to this point um, with a couple of road games at St. Joe's, St. John's, Providence. In this last, uh, they have a six game losing streak here. This could be a nice good right spot against a, a great Dean's team that you know is. Average in the America East. I have them fourth or fifth in that currently, but I'll take the points with Sacred Heart. So many possessions of value, and you're not locking it, Noah. <laughs> I'm actually going against it. I've gone against the the, the cocktail napkin a couple of times today. It sounds like a fraudulent system, if you ask me. But um, I, <laughs> I I'll lead into it. I give me the cocktail napkin. I'm not going to lock it. I'm not crazy. I'm not a psychopath, but um, I will lay it here with uh, Albany. For what it's worth, they haven't lost a home game, and they've covered the number in every one of them. There you go. Uh, All right, I got a lock here next on the board. The Noah Beanick Bowl, the Florida Gators are going down to Charlotte, going down to the Clint, taking on the Michigan Wolverines. I think Florida's a much better basketball team than Michigan. I will lock up the Florida Gators in Charlotte tomorrow night. Noah, where are you going for this one, man? I'm going to have a big bowl of popcorn. I'm going to be sitting in my basement. All three TVs of mine are going to be on different angles of this game. Hopefully we get like an <laughs> ESPN National Championship football broadcast where I get like the above the rim angle and then the sideline, <laughs> the coaching uh, camera angle and just the, well, the regular. Juwan Howard won't be doing much of that. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's the head coach though. He's, he's not, he's no longer just sitting down moping on the, uh, in his chair at the end of the bench. He's hmm. on the sideline. This thing's in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's the Jordan invitational. Um, all the kids, they're going to be getting all their Jordan gear at this thing. Uh, they Jordan kind of holds off on like 75% of their Jordan drop until they can show it on ESPN it's it's really on the four letter network the the main espn channel tomorrow night uh i can't wait to watch it i'm filibustering give me the gators 
Uh, <laughs> I, I think, all that you took the Gators. <laughs> yeah, I think the Wolverines' defense is just putrid. Like, are you going to try and the, hit a middle here? <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, like, I so I mean, I, I think what Florida's got is much better than overall than what Michigan has. I mean, you have Walter Clayton, uh, Riley Kugel in that backcourt, and then Zion Poland's electric off the bench in some instances. We have Doug. Like that's it. Like Doug's fun, but you know, I, I, I like Florida. I like the Gators. I'll lay the points. Yeah. Uh, Penny Hardaway's clone is coaching Michigan again. And um, <laughs> Juwan Howard is a, a fade. Th- this team is going to fade really hard down the stretch. Cause Juwan is just a bad coach. I mean, good, good guy when he's not smacking people, but I'm uh, um, give me Florida. Let's lock it up. I think the Gators win by 10. Noah, you're not locking this, right? No, I'm not going to lock it. (laughs) All right, Rob and I are on the Florida Gators. Jump, jump. Can't even heckle you, Noah, if if, if Michigan loses because you like the Gators too. So it's a (laughs) win-win for you. (laughs) I'm honest when it comes to this team. When when it comes to all three of them, two of them, I don't really love Pitt. Like, I love these two. Like, this is going to be a great game. Don't ever say those words again. Uh, Next up, let's go to... I'm tempted to lock this one. I think the line's telling you to lock this one. Presbyterian is going to Furman. Furman's coming off three straight road losses. Furman's coming back home. They're laying 13 and a half against Presbyterian, who's seven and five. I don't think Presbyterian's anywhere near as good as a record. I'm going to lay it with Furman, and I will lock Furman. They're going to drill them here. Let's go. So I, I agree with you, Mac. I think this line smells like shit. The cocktail napkins got it at minus 20. However, I mean, Whoa. these schools are 40 minutes away from each other. Like, we're we're playing all these little brother angles. Presbyterian in the last seven matchups, they've covered this number in six of the seven. Um, the the blue hose just give Furman some some problems, some, uh, some games. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take the points. I'm gonna once again gonna fade the cocktail napkin. I'm gonna take the points. <laughs> Does this, this is it first of a myth? I mean, no. Fade the napkin. He's fading it. I'm just going with the little brother angle. Like they they've competed with the paladins quite a bit. Wow, I can't believe the napkins being disrespected like this. Um, <laughs> and just for that, I'm gonna lock up Furman. I, I this was a game that was in my bet slip. I didn't bet it initially, but. Now, now I'm fully aboard. I mean, this is three possessions of value here with Furman. Yeah, it is. Furman, the Paladins, lock it up. Should be a triple lock, but Noah doesn't want to take his napkin. <laughs> Crazy. Cameron uh, Hurt goes, I fade the napkin every night. Nothing new here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we. this might be another lock here. Western Carolina is <laughs> going to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt slaying how many? Is it three? Wrong team favored. This this is a cocktail napkin game. Western Carolina's favored by six and a half on the cocktail napkin. Woo! Vanderbilt's getting the, the high major price. That's all I this is. I I, I lock this up, play it on the money line. The catamounts roll. Agreed. Triple lock, boys. I think Triple Western lock Carolina it. lays it on here. Fuck Vandy. Lock it up. Triple lock. Good thing. Good friends come together. Whatever that song is. Friends do eternity and loyalty. Friends do eternity. (laughs) (laughs) Friends forever. (laughs) 
People are fucking heckling the hell out of you with your fucking napkin. Why won't this fucking music stop playing? Damn it. There we go. <laughs> All right. Next up on the board, we got, oh God, I was so tempted, but I'm telling you why I'm not locking it. Compensate's going to James Madison. They're getting 29. Compensate beat Jamie last year. So I will take the points just because Jamie will probably sleepwalk, but they're not going to lose to them again. So they'll probably win by 20. Give me Compensate. <laughs> for the, for those that are enjoying like the amount of times that I'm fading the cocktail napkin today, TVDBJ he, he said it. You can't quantify the little brother angle on the cocktail napkin. That I mean, it doesn't apply to every game that I'm fading the cocktail napkin. But I mean, minus thirty four for James Madison is just a bit fishy here. Uh, I'll take the points with Coppin State. Yeah the the cocktail napkin is no side piece at this point, but. Um, <laughs> You know, I might as well just take the points here because Coppin State has to cover some spreads eventually, and James Masson on the other side has to stop covering spreads eventually. Um, I definitely don't want to bet this game, but I'll take the points, begrudgingly. Yeah. You know, I like sick lines, but I can't even bet this one. They beat him outright <laughs> last year. I was on Coppin State that day. <laughs> this team didn't cover against the Louisville. Remember, that this was, was the, the game where the, re- the referees didn't show up. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, had to delay better. the game. Yeah, the physical <laughs> aid, education. Let's go. Bring your volleyball. Bring your handball uh, guide. Uh, uh, <laughs> chat's asking here. Stetson's going to FIU. This this qualifies his little brother a little bit. FIU. I fucking hate this team. They're laying four. Give me Stetson, but Stetson sucks too. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I'll watch this game. Hopefully there's a fight or something. You know, I'm tempted to lock the Hatters. They get up Ooh. for these games. Like last Ooh. year, they owned the state of Florida. They went 3-0 and um, you know, uh, against, I think they beat Florida State and two other Florida teams last year. They own a win against Central Florida this year. Sorry, UCF, very Golden Knights, uh, whatever. Um, so I think Stetson, like, they, they truly cherish the little brother angle um four is low though um and florida international i mean i'm surprised mac didn't say it who are they to be laying four points like their wins this year are houston christian (laughs) long island and they have a good win against kennesaw state but those are their three d1 wins um so i like the points of stetson i'm not, not gonna lock it though yeah i mean i usually like stetson um the past few years i've liked stetson but I, I'm I'm thinking this is like a really bad Stetson team. I'm begrudgingly laying it with Florida International here. So, yeah, don't st- I'm, I'm not betting this game. I mean, I, I don't even want to have anything to do with this game. Rob's going to stay away from the airport for today. Yes. <laughs> no. Airport. All right. I'll take you to lock here. Next up on the slate. We got Miami of Ohio. They're going to Wright State. Wright State Burmy last week. Wright State's laying ten and a half. Wright State's getting right this this time around. Uh, Miami of Ohio is not very good. I like Wright State at home, and they're coming off a home loss where they don't usually lose. I'll lay it with Wright State big time. Let's go. Smash spot. Yeah, I mean, if you're locking this up, I'll lock it with Yeah, I needed a nudge. Cocktail napkins got this minus 13 and a half. We're getting a possession here. Uh, Miami, Ohio, just a rough, rough defense, uh, 269th in Ken Palm, and they've, they've faced the middling schedule. Wright State, their duo of guards and Trey Calvin and Tanner Holden's elite, like at any level of college basketball. Um, the Redhawks, they're they're in some 
they're in for some pain here in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, I like the Raiders. Lock it up. Yeah, this is one of my favorite bets of the day. I'm locking the right state. I grabbed it at 10 and a half earlier. Um, I might even lay a little bit more on it as it gets closer to game time, too, because this is one of those games that's going to potentially be like a 30 point game and we never even sweat it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me give me right state here. Great spot, right state. The Raiders lock it up. Triple lock. Get it before it goes up to 12 and a half, 13 and a half. All right, next up, I'm tempted to lock this one. Gardner-Webb's going to Chattanooga. I think Gardner-Webb is better than their record. I said that the other night, and they fucking laid an egg in the second half against App State. Um, They were beating App State at half, correct me if I'm wrong, correct? I don't know. I I I, can't correct you there. I want to say App State pulled away in the second half. Gardner-Webb was hanging in there. I kind of think Gardner Webb's going to Gardner Webb was leading. Yeah. 31 yeah. to 29. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm on Gardner Webb here. I, I think Chad Nuga's not. I think Chad Nuga's overrated. Uh, give me Gardner Webb to win the game outright against Chad Nuga. Lock it up. G dub for me. This is Jack State and uh, Tarleton State from tonight. Let's go. Yeah, uh, so Gardner-Webb has not won a road game yet this season. They've not won away from home yet this season. They're 0-7 in their attempts. I'll lay the points with Chattanooga. Yeah, I'm with you, Noah. I'm going to lay the points here with Chattanooga. Um, This is one of those arenas that's kind of like a sneaky good home court environment. And and even when the students are potentially away, there's enough townies in Chattanooga that – I think are going to fill up the stadium, but don't want to lock it, but definitely lean towards just laying the points here with Chattanooga. Not happening, guys. G Web <laughs> on the money line. Go dogs. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, this is a good game. Stephen F. Austin toasting New Mexico State. New Mexico State is getting 10 points, so Stephen F. favored by 10. New Mexico State is off that emotional game where they yep. should have won. I probably want to lay it with Stephen F. I think the line's telling you what's going to happen here, too, because New Mexico yeah. State off that. Uh, you know, they had the lead for 38 minutes against New Mexico the other night. Uh, Stephen F. Austin has uh, one win by uh, – they've three wins by double digits all over a month ago. They beat Northwestern State by 26, Loyal Marymount by 10. Drake by uh, 24. Um, this isn't a team that normally normally blows out teams in their wins. I, I, I think this is – I smell blowout here. I'll lay the points with the Lumberjacks. Yep, I'm right there with you guys. I'm not going to bet it, but New Mexico State coming off that emotional game against New Mexico where they, they had it in the bag, and then they, they just did. blew it um, in the final three possessions. And I, I do think this is one of those spots where it ends up being something like 54 to 70. Um, and Stephen F. Austin kind of cruises here. TMZ is, uh, like Show Magazine asks, uh, is the college experiences term for public, very public, casual watching audience? <laughs> Those that had a good betting night tonight, probably. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go over to, uh, this is not TMZ right here. Alcorn State's going to Drake. Drake is laying 20 and a half. Uh lay it 
Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not betting this game. Nah, I'll take the points to Alcorn. I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> Let's go. They're going to lose by 19, like Grambling did last week. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I continue to take the uh, the SWAC teams in non-conference games. Um, for for me, I think that's the good angle. Like, they're covering above 60% in non-conference. Drake's a solid team, but I think this is too many points. Uh, cocktail napkins got this 26 and a half for Drake. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm willing to take the points with Alcorn. I do love the battle in chat here. One person saying Drake's been drilling teams. The other person saying Drake hasn't been great, man. Um, <laughs> so I, who knows? Flip a coin on this game. I'm surprised Max not locking up one in 10 Alcorn state, <laughs> but, um, I, tried. Maybe, I, I could do it. <laughs> you know, if this line was eight and a half, Mac is all over Alcorn, but, um, oh, outright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the points begrudgingly and staying away and, uh, not even going to watch this game. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, all right. Next one up. Help. Charleston Southerns against Loyola. Loyola's laying 17 and a half. I want to lock Charleston so bad, but they just they just had an all-out effort against South Carolina. I'll take the points, but I'm not freaking locking this. Cocktail Napkin loves this one. It's plus 11. But, yeah, I, I think the spot doesn't call for the bet because yeah. Charleston, like against Big Brother South Carolina, they just played a full 40, like you mentioned. Loyola Chicago, they do – they do have a solid defense as well, and I think the Bucks might struggle to score, so that's what keeps me off of betting them. I'll, I'll, I'll lay the points with the Ramblers here, actually. Man, the cocktail napkin is taking it on the chin tonight. It normally um, doesn't get outed like this because I come in and I just bet the ones that it loves, but sometimes it, you got to go against it. Yeah, the cocktail napkin might go three and ten, and you might have faded it the entire stretch. So, <laughs> if you have a good day, the napkin system needs to die, I think. And um, yeah, I, I I have no idea what to do here. Loyal laying that many points is absolutely disgusting. But I, like I said earlier, when a, when a team like Loyal is laying this many points, I'm just gonna do it begrudgingly. I'm betting games that the cocktail napkin loves. If you want to look at the picks page, and if I have a solid twenty games above five hundred day then maybe the cocktail napkin gets some questions but it's doing just solid just fine i mean look at my locks record it speaks for itself <laughs> <laughs> let's uh um, i took a fucking hit today i can tell you uh <laughs> let, let me take you to a gross lock here it's a favorite actually it's a rare favorite it's against a little brother north florida's going down to tallahassee florida state's laying 16 and a half they've lost four in a row it's it, it's the end of the letter in hamilton era not so fast. They're going to win by 30. This is the get right spot for the Seminoles. They haven't won since fucking November 21st, one month ago. Oh, yeah. Seminoles all day. They're going to win by 30. I'll lock them. I'm not going to lock them, but I like the Noles here as well. I, I think there's still some hope for this team actually being relatively competitive in the ACC. They've just had a rough stretch of games here. Uh, four losses in a row. Won the little brother in South Florida. I think they've already you know, uh, gotten surprised by one of these guys that jump up and bit them. I don't think it's going to happen again against North Florida here. So I'll take the Knowles. I wish we had a, a Veta's opinion on this game just because I know these that she's teams. been through a yeah roller coaster of emotions going on here. But I, I was, I'm going to lay it with Florida State. I don't love this spot, but 
Uh, I do think that they're more likely to win in a blowout fashion than North Florida is to keep it kind of within that two or three possession range. Lord say, if you can't cover this one, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm walking up the saddle. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we're going to two of our favorites here. We got the Bison taking on the Salukis in Carbondale, Illinois. Salukis are laying nine and a half. Oh man, these are—I love these two teams. I went back and forth on this one. I'll take the points at the Bison. I—I uh, I think Southern Illinois is one of those teams that qualifies. Just Matt, uh, Rob said it earlier, like uh, about Chattanooga. I think like they're. Home court's unquestioned. Like people just show up, and for me, the Salukis have been on and off, like a little bit of a light switch so far this month. I think we're gonna time them up and get them a, a double-digit win here. I'm not gonna bet it, but I like the Salukis. Yeah, Southern Illinois has one of the best home court environments in all of college basketball, in my opinion, and it's because their booster base is actually the the fans that are going crazy. It, it's kind of a weird dynamic that they have going on. You have 40 and 50 year olds jumping up and down and <laughs> acting like it's Cameron indoor when the, the Salukis are playing at home. I love North Dakota state though. So I'm really torn. David Richmond's one of my favorite coaches in all of college basketball, but Oh man, it, it's just real tough. This is going to be a game. I watch as a fan. I say, just take the points and, and that's the side I'm going to take here. I'm I'm gonna bet this actually. So oh no, Beanick. Yeah, I did a, a little bit of a deeper dive. North Dakota State two and six on the road. Five of them have been by fifteen or more on the road. So I, I like a double digit win here for Southern Illinois. I don't know why I would stay away. Uh, let's bet the Salukis here. Lock it up. Salukis for no Beanick. Uh, next up, let's go. <laughs> let's go to Missouri State, another Valley team. Lindenwood, the penitentiary's coming down there, and <laughs> give me the points. Give me Lindenwood. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> fucking Lindenwood beat me on Saturday. I I took Illy Pooey in a rare spot. Uh, at home as a dog against Lindenwood, and Lindenwood found a way to get it done. They're for real. Buy stock now, Lindenwood. They're for I'll real. Take the point. <laughs> Are you willing to lock it, Mac? This is a, no. this is a this is a little brother angle. Lindenwood for those that oh, are TMZ, no. St. Charles, Missouri, <laughs> playing Missouri State. Lindenwood's actually playing good ball too. They've jumped up and they've gotten a couple of people. They haven't scheduled well. They're murdering but, people. Yeah, I'm, IUPUI. <laughs> they won by seven on the road. Like, I I think this is too many points. I'm not gonna lock it, but I I like Lindenwood. I like the penitentiary. I you know, off point. of. Off this big win against IUPUI, I just don't know if I can back Lindenwood. <laughs> they had two wins in a row earlier this season, Nebraska Omaha and William Mary. Yeah, no, lay it, lay it. Missouri by Missouri State by 40. <laughs> Not locking it, but that's how I think this game plays out. If they, if they find a way to get this one, that gets them to six and six on the year. Buy stock now and Lindenwood, baby. <laughs> that's exactly why you fade them. They're never going to be a 500 team. <laughs> Did they ever get to there? Who did they play the first? No, no, uh, no. They were three and three. They were three and three at oh. one point, and then they lost. <laughs> then they lost. It was yeah. probably the Air Force that was game. A peak. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to this one. Houston Baptist, Houston Christian, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Go to SMU. Twenty six and a half points. Um, 
I don't know. It's kind of a little brother. Give me the points. No. I don't know. SMU's coming off the big win against Florida State. They'll be asleep at the wheel. I win by 24. Yeah, the cocktail napkin loves this one too. This oh. was only plus 21 and a half. Um, Houston, <laughs> Houston Christian is like the little brother. I'll take the points with the Huskies, but I'm not going to lock it. Well, I'm baffled at this point with the cocktail napkin, but um, Houston <laughs> this, this Christian. This is the most it's been outed. It's not. It's not pulled out for every game on every show. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this about Houston Christian. If you guys have watched the Oak Hill versus North Dakota State highlights, <laughs> that's um, great. Oak Hill lost 108 to 14, by the way, in that game. And Houston Christian, I don't think is that far off in terms of comparative talent to Oak Hill because this Houston Christian team is the most unathletic looking group of human beings I've ever seen on the floor at the same time. Lay it every single game against this team. I don't think that there's a number that can't be covered. FIU didn't cover against them. Uh, I know. Well, I, lo- I, I locked them that <laughs> night. I locked Houston Baptist. That was a nice cover for me. They didn't cover against Texas, or Texas didn't cover against them. Yeah. Nehemiah in the chat asks why there's so many double-digit favorite games on this slate. You know, Christmas like, week. The coaches, the coaches schedule these games on purpose because they know their home court advisor is not as lit as usual. A lot of the students are away from campus during the holidays. Um, so you'll get a lot of these sleepers during the week. But the great thing about college basketball is there is games every day. Uh, so we, we don't stop. That's why I like it, at least. Indeed, indeed. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's go to a filthy, nasty game here. Let's go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Mississippi <laughs> Valley State's walking in. And what are we seeing Tulsa lay right now? They're laying 23. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, no. Lock up Valley. They came through for us against Gonzaga, getting 38, 39, whatever the fuck they were. They're going to come through for us. Or no, 41, 41. They're going to come through for us, getting 23 against Tulsa. You lock it up. Give me Mississippi Valley State back-to-back games. They've had eight games, eight days to prepare to lose by 22 or less. Mississippi Valley. Let's go, Valley. (laughs) Tulsa has murdered some teams at home. I'll, I'll lay, uh, the, I'll lay, the, I'll lay it with the Golden Hurricane. I'm not going to bet see it. See a team like Mississippi Valley, Mac. <laughs> your brain needs to be studied, my friend, because there's <laughs> there's something going on in there that none of us can comprehend. But you have found the magic, and um, maybe you're just like the the college basketball betting rain man. Who knows? But um, I what I'll say, yeah, take the points with Mississippi State. I, I'm with you, Mac. You talked me into it. Uh, Mississippi Devils. Valley. Yeah, Delta Devils. The chat's Delta asking Devils. for the cocktail napkin on this one. It's 27 in favor of the Golden Hurricane. <laughs> it's wait, 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 it's what? It's 27. Oh, your thing's broken. That thing's wrong. <laughs> we, we, we are, we are going to come out and fight and lose by 22. I've already told you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to another game. So this game's got an interesting angle because this is one of Kevin Willard's Ooh. assistant coaches. Um, Nichols this going is... to Maryland. I kind of like Nichols here. Oh, I, I love wanna, Nichols. I kind of want to lock Nichols. I'll lock up Nichols. Yeah, I'm locking Nichols too. Cocktail Napkins got this thing plus 13. You're getting that high major price with the Terps, their mainstream program. Uh, Nichols jumped up and they got LSU. They can they controlled LSU the entire game uh, in that one. 
Um, Baylor, a little bit different. They got blown out, but they competed against Mississippi State and covered this number as well. Uh, Tevin Sadler is going to have his boys up for this game at the Terps, his former uh, stop. I, I like this thing because, look, Maryland, they're they're better at home than they are on the road away from their home building. But at the same time, they have not looked amazing in some of these games against better opponents. I'm not calling Nichols a better opponent, but I just think they're going to get an energized bunch here uh, in, a, in a game that I think the, the home fan base is not really going to show up. I mean, they don't show up in general for their original home games, but I, I just think Nichols is catching them at a great spot. Well, and Maryland's got UCLA on Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Nichols State's one of those teams. I, I watch a lot of Southland ball, but um, I feel like I have a good pulse in this team because they are so randomly high variance because of how they play stylistically. I mean, they push the pace on you. They try to go for steals. They're aggressive. And so they can get in early foul trouble. If you guys watch the Big Ten at home, you know that all these Big Ten teams get so many calls on ticky-tack calls. I think Nickel State's entire lineup can be fouled out by the first half. I'm going to lay it just because this could be 14-15 throughout the entire way, and then Maryland just adds free throws on late. No Beanick, double lock, Nichols. Oh, yeah, I see a good one coming up next. Let's go to a top 10 team hitting the road. (laughs) Welcome to the Big East play where the Marquette screaming Golden Eagles are going to the dunk for their opener. I know Ed Cooley's not there. I don't care. This is this is a system play. You fade all you fade the shit out of all these top ten teams on the road early in the season till about uh, probably late late February. All over Providence. I think they're live to win the game. One possession game comes right down the wire. Lock up the Friars of Providence, Noah. Uh, it's a it's a golden rule not to fade Providence at home. Uh, then again, Tyler Kolick's from Rhode Island, from Providence area. I'll I'll take the point. I'll I'll lay the points with Marquette. Uh, I'm not going to bet it, but I love this Golden Eagles team. I think they've got everything. They can win in multiple different ways. But uh, I've learned my lesson fading the Friars at home. Oh yeah, this is my biggest bet of the day. Uh, I, at the dunk, Providence. This is an outright winner and and dominating fashion. I think so. Give me the Friars. It wouldn't be surprising if they won this by double digits, just with how they play at home. It, they literally played this game last year at this exact spot. Double overtime. The dunk won. Marquette, yep. I think, at the time was uh, – what was Marquette? Was Marquette undefeated at the time? They, uh, if they no, weren't they, undefeated, they are pretty darn close. Yeah. Uh, they had they had three losses at the time. Oh, wow. So, so then they rolled after that. But, I mean, this is, this is conference play, man. All day, home dog. Providence all day. The dunk is going to be fucking on fire. Providence, lock it up. Since I went – Since I went and better... pulled up, since I went and pulled up that game from last year, Kolick dropped twenty nine on a very good Providence defense. So Kolick props going back to his hometown might not be a bad angle tomorrow. I think Providence is better this year than last year, in my opinion. I do too. I, I like this Providence team, and yep. I everybody's saying better player for better play. Yeah, it's Kansas had better players than Indiana. Indiana was up fifteen, should have won the game. This is the home dogs in conference play, man. This is what college basketball is. 
I'm going to push back on you saying that this team is better than last year's team. They had a lot of up transfers, especially from George Mason, who was not a great team last year. Let's see how they play in conference play before we call them a better team than last year. I'll say I like that. their physicality. I, I, I think I, I also I thought Ed Cooley was checked out at the end too. I thought I that was yeah. season, but yeah. I'm not holding that against the entire team. I think that team with Jared Bynum was a better team than this year's. I think they to were a little bit too yeah, stagnant and, and like kind of it was it was hero ball heavy last year, I think, on their offensive possessions. This year it feels a lot more fluid. And also just think about the big east and how teams go on the road and just get smoked. Um, Hankel Fieldhouse, great environment. Just think about UConn last year. They dominated the non-con to start the year and then they went on a couldn't, massive skid. Couldn't win a game. Couldn't win a and game the, for like yeah. a month. It was it's fantastic. It's gonna happen in the Big 12, it's gonna happen in the Big East, it's gonna happen in the Big Ten. All these teams, and then you can buy back on them in February. This is January is the month, man. I can't wait. So yeah, that that, I'm still hung up on Max comment. That Providence team last year was really good. Bryce Hopkins, Devin Carter, of course, they're both on the team this year. But they were Ed Croswell down low, Jared Bynum, Noah Locke. They could shoot. They could play through their big men too. I like the I like last year's team. I like the bigs this year, man. Hopkins is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Hopkins I, Hopkins is a, a baller. Like, yeah, he's still there. But Aduro is a up transfer from George Mason. I'm really he's good, man. He's good. I I want to see him against some of these other Big East bigs because I mean, yeah. also right, Iguodaro tomorrow is going to be a nice. Constant ass, I can tell you that. And it's not like the A10 is a, is a crappy league. Like I think it's like one of those on the cusp yeah, but, of being a high major level type ball. They weren't a good team in the A10, is what I'm saying. Like they weren't consistent. They they, they get they up for consistent. games and then they lose to. A, a, I can't come up with a team like a or an example off the top of my head, but there's a reason why Kim English wasn't pushed around for other high major jobs. I just thought it was a little bit of a, a down hire, in my opinion. First Big well, East game, they get up for the spot, sure, but the entire season, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm I am with Rob. This will probably be my biggest bet of the night. Providence all day yeah. at the dunk, getting what four and a half, five. So and then sprinkle some on the money line as well. So uh, Southern Utah is going to Montana State. Uh, Montana State's struggling here. Kind of feels like a good spot to get right though. Give me Montana State to bounce back against Southern Utah. How about you guys? So I like Southern Utah as a team, but on the road they have had no life. They've lost all their road games, all six of them. Uh, Montana State, they did play a non-D1 in their little bit of a bounce back. They dropped 106 on American Indian. They can't really make up what heritage they want to go with there. Um, but I'll take the Bobcats at home. Yeah, I, this was a borderline bet for me because Montana State is one of those, I, I think, crazy fan bases. I mean, you see it with their football team and in the, in the college football playoff for the, the FCS level and then um, – even you know last year or throughout the years in college basketball, this this arena fills up and gets loud. I think this could be a smash spot for Montana State. I'm gonna stay away because I do think they're a little bit worse than most years, but this is this is borderline for me. They have not covered in like four games. I think I oh, might lock Montana you're State. We do. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lock up Montana I'm, State. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Utah is gonna get drilled up there. Let's go, Montana State. Lock it up, Bobcats. All right, next up on the list, we got Montana going to UC Davis. I'll take UC Davis. I didn't have a big feel here. Noah, how about you? Uh, I'm taking Montana. I don't have another – I don't have a big feel 
like you. Uh, but I also think Montana's kind of, at least to me, proven it. They 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 uh, didn't stumble at San Jose in that uh, back-to-back uh, San Jose State series or whatever, the home-and-home. Um, and I think San Jose State's a solid team. You look at their losses, they have won the Houston, Nevada, Oregon. Uh, UC Davis, actually, they played earlier this season. They beat UC Davis by 13. So Travis DeCurry, uh, Cure, their head coach, kind of lazy scheduling, just scheduling the same teams twice. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, we saw it with San Jose State. They, they covered in both games. I, I think they cover here against UC Davis, too. Yeah, I think this is a true pick'em. So it's it's really I think if you're a a guy who likes betting on roulette when you go to the casino, you can just blind pick one of these teams and and see where the the coin lands. But um, yeah, I'm going to take the points of the Grizz. I, I think you know if if you're picking a side here, that's the side I'd pick. No strong feel from us there, guys. Uh, UCLA uh, Northridge, UCLA's laying what is it, nineteen? Eight, or sorry, down to 17 and a half. I'll take Northridge. I already talked about the look ahead with uh, Maryland on deck. Give me Northridge here. What's the number here? 17 and a half now. So I didn't catch opening, but I did get this thing on the picks page at 19 and a half. This Same. is tumbling. Uh, yeah. the, the cocktail napkins got it at plus 12. Um, if you're looking to bet it, I'd get it now. I just don't think UCLA, they're, they're still trying to figure out some rotations and stuff. I had them against Ohio State. They just didn't really look that competitive in that game like i know it it finished as a close score but i thought they dressed it up late look they have a lot of new pieces on this team um and cal state northridge a couple of these guys probably dreamed of playing basketball at ucla this is a little brother angle as well uh there's plenty of them in california all these little brothers in california but uh just being that ucla has a look at against maryland uh, i'll take northridge yeah i begrudgingly i'll take the points i I think UCLA offensively is just atrocious looking right now. So I'll definitely take the 17 and a half, but don't love either side there. No, I, I, the only problem I, I, I like Northridge, but UCLA is off back-to-back losses, but I'm with you guys. I don't know how good they are. That's the other thing. Yeah. No. Um, and then you have Maryland on deck too. So that's yeah. the other thing. Uh, all right, let's go. This is going to be a lock. South Dakota's going to Bakersfield. Bakersfield's laying. It was three when I locked it. Uh, now they're <laughs> laying four. I'll still lock it. Bakersfield all day. South Dakota is not as good as a record. Bakersfield was impressive the other night. They're due coming back home. I'm all over Bakersfield in this spot against the Coyotes uh, coming off back to back. And they just played last week in uh, Bakersfield lost by five. So give me Bakersfield. Lock it up. Uh, Rob, you're not in your head. I'll, I'll go to this one, or I'll go to you on this one first. Uh, do you agree with Mac there? Yep. Yeah, I already have a bet, actually, on uh, Bakersfield minus three. Um, I was able to grab a little bit of a nicer line there, too. So, yeah, this is one of my um, – I won't, I won't say my one of my favorite bets of the day, but it's something I've already bet. And go ahead and lock up Bakersfield here. Let's go, baby. I liked South Dakota coming into the show, but, uh, I mean, I, I I didn't love it either way. So you, you'll sway my pick. Uh, the cocktail napkins got this the, the Coyotes minus one, but I didn't love anything here that I was looking through and handicapping the game. So I'll take Bakersfield. I'll take the runners. All right, Rob and I on the bait – or sorry, yeah, Bakersfield against South Dakota, the Coyotes. Lock it up. 
Moving along in the slate, we're nearing the end. We got what? Uh, Western Kentucky going to Cal Baptist. Cal Baptist is laying, what is it now? Three and a half? I feel like this is a good spot for Did you Cal guys Baptist. catch the opener on this one? What was what did this game open? Three, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna be every I think everybody's falling in love with Western Kentucky. Give me Cal Baptist. So I, I I tend to agree with you. Like I, I like Cal Baptist, what they've done so far this year. Um, this easily could be a sell high spot after they won a 70 69 game uh their last time out. Western Kentucky has performed home and away so far this season. Um I don't know why they're catching points. I think this line smells. Cal Baptist is a hard place to play. I'll take the Lancers. Yeah, I think if you're just kind of looking at these teams in a vacuum and and thinking of like a neutral court type atmosphere, um, this would be the Courtney Love game of the night because Western Kentucky has looked really impressive against a lot of pretty darn good teams. Um, You got to lay the points, I think, with Cal Baptist. I'm not betting it just because I think it's short enough where it could really flip either way late, but um, that's definitely the side if you're going to take one, in my opinion. I think this is a rock fit, too. I think it's a low-scoring game. I don't play totals a whole lot, but just everything that I'm seeing right now tells me this is both teams finish below 70. Final game of the night out there at St. Mary's. We got Middle Tennessee going out west. Uh, St. Mary's is laying 15 and a half. I think I got to take the points. They're coming off the big UNLV win. They beat Colorado State. I think St. Mary's wins by 10. I think it's a boring effort from St. Mary's. They get it done, business like usual. Give me Middle Tennessee. This is this is the game that, like, this is the exact reason why I have a cocktail napkin. Because personally, like, if I was betting this just on spot and how the teams have played, St. Mary's looks to me like they've fixed what was broken. UNLV was dogfight, but I think the running rubs have good pieces, and they've gotten more pieces since the waiver. Um, and Middle Tennessee, they've lost one of their best players. And uh, uh, what? Who? Who was it again? I, I can't remember the the kid's name. Uh, Weston, uh, their guard, um, best player in the conference last season. Um, this this is why I have the napkin though, and it doesn't accord uh, doesn't uh, account for injury, but I, I think this is too many points. Napkins got it plus fifteen as well. Uh, St. Mary's looks to be fixed, but they don't blow out teams a ton either. Like they had one where they got up and they blew out Davidson, but uh, that was just a very good spot. I'll take the points with the Raiders. I don't love it. You know, Middle Tennessee is one of those interesting teams in college basketball where I think a lot of people, similar to UMBC and other Cinderella types, a lot of people still have like fond memories of Middle Tennessee State. So when they see them getting this many points, they're they're tempted to bet them. I mean, Sydney Pasta that run and beating Michigan State in the tournament. I mean, that was that was a fun time. And similar to FGCU Dunk City. I think a lot of people gravitate to that to that team if they see them getting that many points. Middle Tennessee State is really bad this year. Like going to be five hundred bad the rest of the way. I think I, St. Mary's lays it on here. I, I borderline lock for me on St. Mary's, but I'm just going to get there. I'm I'm going to Benedict. I was really truly like fifty fifty. Um, Middle Tennessee's first road game. I don't know how. I don't know how. how they, that uh, is incredible for a mid-major. That, that's yeah. good scheduling. I'm gonna that's lock really good. Marys, I think actually, <laughs> this, like this borderline smells. This is like, are they gonna actually blow them out here? 
Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lock it with you guys. There we go. Mac, come on. Cocktail napkins got this. All uh, right, it's the final cap. game. All <laughs> right, I, I'll do it. Triple lock, St. Mary's, the Gales are fixed. They're all well. I got to add that one on the picks page. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All righty, that does it for what the forty-eight game slate or whatever the hell it is. Uh, I'm not. We're not going to do all our locks, man. Uh, Rob, did you page. prepare for it at least? He's, I, he's I do. On his Twitter. I do have them. You so Rob, you can go ahead and you can list yours. Yeah. All right. So I've got, and I'll just kind of go in order of how I have them here for, and, and for me actually, this is going to be what I like least all the way to most. So um, I have Florida uh, minus two out the gate. Um, West Carolina plus two and a half Cal state Bakersfield minus three Queens plus one and a half Indiana state minus 16 and a half Merrimack plus 18 and a half Wright state minus 10 and a half Troy plus 12 and a half Providence plus four and a half. And then along the way, I locked St. Mary's minus 14 and a half Virginia plus two and a half. And, uh, couple other ones i um a couple other ones i think were were in there too but th- that's what i've got there all righty mac we'll we'll leave the people with this what was your favorite bet providence Pro- dunk baby dunk fade yep. fade the top 10 teams on the road that system's been rolling and it's the dunk man that place is going to be on fucking fire people are going to get a reminder how electric biggies home court atmospheres are tomorrow night so give me providence as my favorite play of the night tomorrow night what did we pick uh nickel state at on the show 18 or 19 18 and a half i think okay yeah yeah. so i i I think it's coming down Uh, that's the only reason why i asked because i I like nickel state i think that's my favorite bet of the day cocktail napkins got a plus 13 you're also getting the uh i mean the head coach nichols coached uh on the staff at Maryland literally last year, he's going to have his boys ready to play Maryland. I don't think is a very good team this year. So I think they be, they'll be able to catch them in a look ahead at uh, UCLA next for the Terps. So I like nickel state as my favorite bet tomorrow. Absolutely. And everybody, if you want to find the rest of Rob's plays, if you get cannabis cappers, uh, I, I, I just there. showed it. Cause uh, yeah. he, he mentioned Tyler Kolick's points only at 16 and a half. I mean, I like, I like it hometown play. Hey, he can have all the points he wants. Go Providence. <laughs> Don't let him get the assist, too. He can have all the points. No assist. You guys can find Rob at Rob DFB. He posts his picks every single day. Obviously killing it over there. Noah Beenick obviously killing it uh, with his cocktail napkin. Um, you know, the cocktail <laughs> napkin's been getting beat down by Sparty. But other than that, it's been pretty damn good this year, I'd say. Right, Noah? I'm yeah, it, it has been pretty good. It, it is taking a beating from Sparty, but we've also adjusted Baylor uh, now on the cocktail <laughs> napkin as well. Because um, I don't know how good Baylor is. I, I love them coming into the year, but their only win's Auburn. Um, but yeah, cocktail napkin's also getting ready for college baseball season. We're prepping for yes. that uh, right around the corner, right after Christmas. We're going to have some shows starting up on the college baseball experience. Mm-hmm. It'll be right here on the same YouTube channel as well. Uh, shout out to everybody tuning in. We had 245 at 215 a.m. Uh, you know, you guys are great. So uh, for two hours on a Monday night, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. You guys can uh, find me at Moneyline underscore Mac. Put, I'll put out my gra- – I, I try it. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I try to put out my graphic around 5 Eastern, 
between five and six, just in case there's some late freaking crazy news where I may add a game or two. You never know. I start 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 my uh, early happy hour uh, beer, and I'm like, hey, let me add, let me add in uh, St. Mary's here against Middle Tennessee, like tonight. Uh, if you faded me tonight, hope you enjoyed your win. I'm coming right back at you tomorrow, baby, because I'm gonna kick your ass. So. Uh, at Moneyline underscore Mac, go follow the college experience. Go college, uh, follow the college football experience, the FCS experience, the main sports gambling podcast, all the college experience, the Big 12 experience with me, Troy, and Rush. We go tomorrow to do the Big 12 games. We got a couple big ones, Baylor, Duke, and uh, Oklahoma, North Carolina. So all come together on YouTube on one, uh, one, one stop, one stop shop at the college experience. So get over there, subscribe. We'll see you guys tomorrow night, uh, probably around the same time, I would think. Colby will be back. Uh, he'll, the he'll return be of Pick Dundee. Yeah, Pick Dundee <laughs> will be coming back tomorrow night. He'll be coming in hot because uh, we're going to have a wedding night across the board tomorrow night. Uh, good luck, everybody, and we are out of here.